Arena with a God. Oh! Uh, Jimmy and Danny. Uh, Jimmy and Danny. Danny and Jimmy. Danny and Jimmy. Jimmy and Danny. Danny and Jimmy. Jimmy and Danny. Jimmy and Danny. Jimmy and Danny. Jimmy and Danny. Jimmy and Miramar, hello? Oh, yeah, can you hear me okay? I got a question about Go ahead. Uh, Jimmy and Danny situation. Oh, yeah, uh, Jimmy and Danny. 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 Jimmy and Danny, Jimmy and David Woodley. Jimmy and Danny, 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 Jimmy Jimmy and Danny, 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 Jimmy and isn't it, though? It is. It's a happy day at QAM. Incredible. Nice going, Mo. Would you get the hell out of there already? Get him out of there. Just go. Go back to your desk and uh, sniff where Doreen used to sit. Oh, what? God. Oh, Why, you already was... cleaned it with Listerine? That Listerine spray? <laughs> Blisterine. Oh, no. Blister clean? Is your blister clean? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Let me uh, take a look at it. It's a little pussy. Oh, gee. Anyway, oh, let's see. Let's do the promo first because Miguel will be very, he'll be licking his wounds. These people in this building, what a bunch of yentas. I'm so glad I'm not here 90% of the time. Oh, it's great. No, it's not. It's like a soap it's opera. It's a nuthouse. Join Joe Costello tonight, 7.30 to 9.30, the Sandbar Grill in the Grove. Stop by to win T-shirts and tickets to watch the Panthers and the Flyers from the Bud Party Zone. The Panthers, where Nathan Horton's out for the season, maybe. That would be a really big blow. At any rate, uh, quite a thing happened this morning here. Let me do the results from yesterday's poll. And sure, I'll tell no, you yeah, the most story. What? Don't want to sell this one short. No. Well, no, I'm going to lay it right out there. Well, not exactly the way it happened. I give, I would give Mo about 70% of the credit for what happened this morning. I'll take the rest. About 30, man. Right. Well, see, if I would have said 80%, yeah, I couldn't you, have played. About 30, man. So if you think you deserve 90%, Mo, I, then I couldn't have played. About 30, man. So that's it. I give him, I give him, I give him actually 70%. Here's the result from yesterday's poll. Regardless of which candidate you support, which contender is best articulating your views? Do you folks understand no, the question? No. Oh. Well, 1,377 votes. That's not too shabby, right? Right. By the way, Bob Vermouth continues to be an asshole. See, this is what happens when you put somebody, we say, well, this guy is corporate. He's corporate. He's with the uh, big shots over there in the Beasleys in Naples. In fact, they even let him uh, climb up on one of their uh, tree, under the uh, limb of the tree and hang out with him once in a while. Yeah. The banjo he tree? He plays the banjo, yeah. He picks it. And the banjo, too. Hey, Vermouth, you're an idiot, man. He went and changed everybody's password to get into the computers. We almost had a disaster here today. We almost had the show canceled due to technical incompetence again. This place needs somebody to come in here and tell Greg Reed, you're full of crap. I'm going to get some things done in here. We're going to, like, tell Bob Vermouth to stick it. We're going to fire George Corso's ass. We're going to get this place straightened out instead of playing make-believe radio. You know, look how well we've been doing the last few years here, and can you imagine how much better we could... Oh, see, now you're starting trouble Stop again. Stop pipe dreaming. See, that's one thing about most people in the world. Most people are willing... They'll, they'll, they'll take whatever comes along. They don't give a crap. What choice you got? Most people are mediocre. They don't strive for greatness. 
And that, and that certainly is the case <laughs> about this place, man. As long as we get the ball scores on there, as long as we're doing Danny and Dave and Dave and Danny and Danny and Dave and Wayne and uh, whatever. By the way, Wayne, you're a freaking liar, baby. Yes. Yeah. <gasps> Boy, that How it, it was like Desi Rue all over again, that thing. And then when I heard them play this morning, that clip where he was uh, bitching out Armando Salguero and whoever the other reporter was, the, beat, the Dolphin beat writer, he was beating it, and he was ripping them an ass. For high fiving in Buffalo when the Dolphins were uh, squeezed out of the playoffs when Denver won, uh, you're you're a liar, Wayne, because that's the first thing that everybody thought of. I'm watching TV yesterday, and here comes Tony Cigaretto on there, and our good buddy uh, Little Dog Joe Rose with that. You know, his head on TV fills up my whole screen. I got a 52 inch screen. Seriously, he's a great guy, but man, what a gigantic head. That's a show business head. If there's anybody out there in uh, in Radio Land that's really interested in great head. Believe you me, we got the guy from 8 to 10, the old big head. Forget about the big dog and little dog. We got the big head. At any rate, he's on there breathlessly, and I'm thinking, what is this all about? And then I see we got the press conference on, and Danny Boy is back in. And, and of course, the first thing anybody with a brain thinks is, oh, this is another PR stunt. Because the fans yeah. are sour, and they're pissed off, and they're really, really pissed off that he's keeping Dave Wanstead and Rick uh, Scortino, whatever the hell his name is. Remember Rick Scortino from Calder? No. And, uh, and so the bottom line is, uh, you know, well, we'll pacify him with Danny. And yeah, he's got those two big plush high paying TV jobs. So they'll give him a lot of money. Wayne can afford it. Anything to try and pacify the, uh, lo the locals, you know? And so for him to get all bent out of shape because he resents that question and how dare they ask that, you're full of crap, Wayne. Okay, you lion sack of crap. And I'm going to tell you something right now and you can mark it down. Yeah, we if did. If Broward County would change their mind and decide they wanted to build this facility, I will not play here. Uh huh. Because I will not have you guys looking at me for the next 10 years saying, here's the guy that said one thing and went out and did something else. Oh, no, we wouldn't want to say that, would we, huh? <laughs> you lion sack of crap with your gigantic bald spot from ear to rear. You're an idiot. Anyway, we'll get to him. We'll get to my uh, uh, peacemaking with Mo, my love in this morning. Started out a little bit hostile, to be to be honest with you. Absolutely. But it turned into a, quite a thing. That's a fight. No, no, no I, and again, didn't I, a year ago, November, didn't yes, I say did. I wanted to have a meeting with him and clear the air and Greg Reed would go, oh, but a beep, but about Greg's got to go uh, wipe his ass today and he's got to, uh, you know, go service this one and that one. Always too busy. Our absentee, uh, absentee management, that's the problem here. In this heter this place could be great in heterospect. You should have just done it without Greg. Couldn't have done it without Greg. Well, who would have, uh, you invite him to Ruth's Chris and, uh, and there you go. That's not a meeting. That, it's got oh, meat. so back in that time, I'm going to buy him dinner? <laughs> Screw you, man. I didn't say we had that good of a meal. Oh. <laughs> no. No, it was good. 1,383 votes. Here's the uh, poll from yesterday. Regardless of which candidate you support, which contender is best articulating your views? Now, I don't understand how Bush only got 8%. I'm delighted to see that, even though I don't believe it. But if he gets like 17, 18% against the Democratic candidates, how is that possible? Am I missing something? I, I don't know. Huh? I mean, regardless of how many candidates there are, you think out of the total vote, he'd still get the 17%. See what I'm saying? One would think. Well, he didn't. They're all full of Schmidt, 488. Good point. Dean, 236. Dennis Kucinich, nice going, baby. Oh. 183. In fact, maybe he could borrow Moe's piece. Moe's hair actually looked pretty good this morning, see? Maybe that's what allowed me to have that conversation. No, seriously, that was the best looking. That must have been the Sunday go to meet and peace. Uh, Kucinich, 183. Clark, 157. Bush, 112. That's only 8%. Duh. Sharpton, 76. Edwards, 44. And you'll notice how they're wasting no time in piling on poor Paul O'Neill. Well, maybe he broke the law. In other words, here's the media again. Instead of saying, this is a blockbuster story. The book is going to come out today, meaning today. 
And here we are, maybe all these people over there are dying based on a bunch of lies. Instead of that, what's the media's take? Oh, well, uh, maybe he broke the laws. It's a felony, you know. And those top secret reports that we saw there on 60 Minutes. And the public says, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Put him in jail. Edwards, 44, Kerry, 29, Gebhardt, 23, Jewel Lieberman, only 20, and Carol Mosley Braun, Carol Mosley Brown, 15. What is her name, Carol Mosley Brown? <laughs> she had 15. 1,385 <laughs> votes. I don't want to hear about which part isn't, okay? I don't want to know. It's not up my alley, so to speak. Oh, what a thought. Now, she's good. I like her a lot. But, I mean, she hasn't got a Chinaman's chance, and uh, I don't Who? know. She has got no chance, Carol Mosley Brown. So anyway, let's do the break because I want to come back and tell uh, quite a story, although we probably ought to take the call from line six first. QAM. Yeah, uh, let me get this straight. We still got Wanstead. Get out of here. Ooh. This uh, At 2 o'clock, the Mad Dog will be here. Those of you who want to go into this uh, football crap, it's going to go on now for how many weeks on the station? About 30, man. Yeah, until next year's season starts all over again. Thank the Lord. They should they should be kissing the ground here, you know what? Thank you, Wayne, even though you're a lying son of a bitch. Thank you, Wayne. Because at least he gave them some fodder for your fodder. <laughs> yeah, for the mill here for the next many weeks. Now that the dolphin season, I could be wrong, but isn't the dolphin season over? Yeah, yeah it seems to me that they ain't playing these days. <laughs> yeah. But those lucky, pa oh, you know, I forgot to mention that to Howard about the uh, Patriots tomorrow. About the luck? Well, no, only about, about those lucky bounces. Come on, Mo. Well, tomorrow during your next contest. He admitted to me, he said he does have a thing for Tom Brady. He admitted that. I said, me first. No, seriously, uh, if this was a real place of business, Greg Reed would have uh, orchestrated this instead of just sitting back and saying, oh, woe is us, woe is us. And, see, I think he enjoys it. He enjoys it. no doubt. He loves it. Yes. He thrives on it, Greg. All the hatred and all the insecurity and the paranoia and the backstabbing, and he's got the water Nazi running around, eavesdropping in the hallway, you know. In fact, it wouldn't surprise me if the beast is his uh, mole. Maybe that's the mole. Pretty big mole. Because the beast looks a little like Barry Jackass, a little bit fatter. In fact, maybe maybe he's double brown bagging the lunches every day, the beast. Yeah, maybe his mommy double brown bags it. Piece of crap. Hey, beast, you're on the way out, baby. Trust me when I tell you. It's 11 past 10. What are you laughing about? When in doubt, kick his ass out. I told Clarence, and Clarence said, hey, listen, Clarence, it'll be just more time for you two to bond, you know? That'll make those late-night meetings, those those unions, even that much more emotional and significant. He doesn't have to worry about a job. He's got those rich parents, right. spoiled rich U.M. brat. He's everything everybody hates about the U of M, except he's white. Anyway, it's 11 past 10 at 560 WQM. And, of course, he's Jewish. Oi! <coughs> Boy, is there something in the air here again? I think that was uh, all a subterfuge this morning. I think they're piping the it poison wrecks. gas through the event. Maybe that's Greg doing it. We've got to do something. Hey, are you in a dead-end job? Are you working for a real asshole? Yes. Well, regardless, New Year's resolutions don't just happen like automatic. you got to do something yourself. Put your plans into action. Call Fast Train today at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Uh, Todd Dreck came wandering around there this morning, and Mo said, Get out of here, Todd. And he did. He crawled. He actually crawled under the door. You know, the little the little area between the door where it hits the cement? <laughs> slithered. Yeah, he slithered in there like a rat. Classes start in January, which means they're underway right now. So if you're committed and dedicated, Fast Train can help you becoming a certified computer professional in just four short months instead of just saying paper or plastic or can I take your order again, please. That's right. Get you a new high-paying career in just four short months. The demand for certified computer professionals is at an all-time high right now. And Fast Train offers convenient day, evening and weekend classes, job placement assistance, financial aid for people who qualify. So call the good folks at Fast Train right now and change your life for the better at one 866 
Fast Train. This year, don't miss that train of opportunity. Hop on it right now in the train, too. This year, make your New Year's resolution a reality by getting a real job and a big, fat paycheck that goes with it. Call Fast Train toll-free right now. After you check them on the web at FastTrain.com, make that call. Tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Playoff, sir. Playoff this. Oh! Alright. Asshole, asshole. Absolutely. That Wayne Heisinger's such an asshole. He yelled that bandage, that greedy turd. Because he wouldn't take a shower with Hank Goldberg. Asshole, asshole. Oh! H. Wayne Heisinger's such an asshole. Yes. He's just like Hitler and Ava Braun. What's that he's pounding on? I want to give you a kiss. Okay. You turd. Essential asshole. The only thing there is left to say is drop dead right away. Hey, Wayne, we're out of your crap, okay? So that fake indignation yesterday about that was a terrible question. You're not fooling anybody. Uh, that's the first thing that would come to everybody's mind. Oh, this is a PR move to pacify the, ang- the uh, ang- angry, uh, anxious fans. And if it's not, well, you know, then we'll see. Time will tell. So there's our first poll today. When's the last time we took a Danny Marino poll? I guess that was maybe back in Jimmy and Danny days. Okay. And Danny and Jimmy. I think we're going to have like 1,400 votes on yesterday's poll. If we just leave it up there another second or two, uh, we got 1,398. That'll make me very excited. Do you believe that? You no. notice how I'm stalling off on, low, on the most of it. No, not only that, I want to make sure that all the uh, Howard Sperm people are turned over here. I want the whole world to hear this story because this is a, uh, what's the date today? January 13. It's Greg Reed's lucky day today, the 13th. And what number is Danny Marino, boy? 13. 13. What number was the shirt, the, the uh, dolphin jersey that uh, Mo was wearing this morning? 13. It's peace day. It is. So peace on everybody. In fact, we'd all like a peace. Uh, let's see. What do we got? 1399. Oh, come on. You folks can do better than that. I want to get this thing Schmidt canned already. I want to wrap this thing up so I can give you the brand new pool. Okay, let's take a look at it. Oh, now they're all hopping on it. Well, like I said, hop off of it, okay, so it'll uh, refresh on it. All right. I guarantee it's four. Look at that, fourteen oh one. Fourteen hundred and one on yesterday's pool, which I already gave you the numbers. Okay, here's our first pool today. The second one later, I like a lot. You didn't see it, did you? No. Good. Second pool later, which we will build. We've never done this one. Don't accuse me of doing this before. We've done. What was your favorite TV show? Yeah. And favorite TV personality, actor, actress. What we have never done. What was your all-time favorite TV character? I don't think we have. Never. Not even close. I got two of them here. I know who's going to win. Archie Bunker? Yes. That was the first one I wrote down. And guess what? The second one I wrote down, which you won't like, but because I, I knew you wouldn't like it, Frank Cannon. Okay. Never stole a freight train. Well, no, I, it's just Nothing he was personal. bad. He, I, I, liked, I thought he was neat. I thought that uh, William Conrad was great, and he was a fat... I mean, it was silly, the fact that this fat guy was waddling around catching all these uh, evildoers, but nevertheless. 
I, I just put it on there as, to, as a starter. Anyway, here's the first poll. This is very important stuff. Everybody get on the edge of your seat right now, okay? Squat. Drop a big one. What's your take on the Dan Marino hiring? What's your take? Come on. What's your take? Five choices. See, that's why I love this town, man. The same neurotic repetition. Nothing ever changes, you know. Oh, those freaking Cubans won't speak English. You know, that'll never change. Huh? <laughs> I was watching Gangs in New York, and somebody was on the dock saying, well, doesn't, and it was 1890-something. Doesn't anybody speak English in New York anymore? No. <laughs> and, oh, I was at the, where the hell was I yesterday? Where was I? Oh, it was last night at the track. And a couple of the uh, the uh, busboy guys, that are, they're speaking Patois, a couple of the Haitian guys, they're at Patois. And then I got this guy at the table across from me who was Italian, or real, not a Guido, but a real Italian, mm -hmm. bald-headed guy. And he's in, uh, I don't like Patois, too pasty. And, uh, and this, I'm thinking, does anybody in this place speak English? I mean, yeah. even Mickey McNichol, uh, McNichol was speaking in a foreign language last night. Hey, by the way, Mickey, Christy McNichol drives better than you do. Anyway, what's your take on the Dan Marino hiring? I smell Super Bowl. That's the first choice. Huh? We're smelling Super Bowl. Can you smell it? Oh, yeah, I like that flavor, man. That daddy, he cuts the best smelling farts. Now, here I thought you might be distracted from your humor this morning. No. Time. By what? Current events. I figured you'd be quelling and reflecting. Current events? You mean the mo business? Yeah. I'll, I'll get to that. I want to take my time with that. It's too important. It's, and I'm not making light of that either. It was a major day in my life, and his too, I believe. It really was. All of us. And you assholes up here. I come back up the elevator. I come up here, and uh, they're all running around. This, this, is a, this is a kiddie place. It's a sandbox. It's a bunch of overgrown children. And they're watching on the security monitor. They're watching the summit that Mo and I had down in the parking lot this morning. It was summit, all right. Huh? No, no, everybody. And then, of course, Joe Rose, I found out, talk about a yenta. I told you he's a little bit of a backstabber. I love the little dog, but he's a backstabber a little bit. He likes twisting it in there. Sure. And he, little. he hates him. I mean, uh... <laughs> what did you just say? <gasps> Nothing. I told him that he ought to be the next one, and then Hank, have a sit down. True. Am I right? Absolutely. And I'll say it again. If Greg Reed, if you had any balls at all, if you had any brains at all, which you certainly don't, you would have been the one that orchestrated this a long time ago. We could have cleared the air here, and life could have gone on. We're still uh, playing the Mo Bits, and we're still having a good time. Absolutely. But at least there wouldn't have been all this hate and hostility going on. Yeah, It's no way to run a business, but Greg Reed don't know how to run a business. He hasn't got a clue. He's got that bitch back there who's selling like a dollar a holler, you know, and we got to sell all these uh, phony baloney, phony spots, all these free mentions. Which I noticed the promo today. Uh, oh, that's right, the Sandbar Grill in the Grove. Excuse me. There's always at least one, you know. Well, they got to be somewhere, right? Can't just say it, it's such and such an address. Anyway, I smell Super Bowl. That's the first choice. It's a PR stunt to pacify doll fans. Danny's a winner. I like it. It won't change a thing. Or I couldn't give a schmidt less. Oh, that I guess will be your vote. Or maybe not. You're you're a Danny person. You at least know who that is. I'm a dandy person. You know who he is. Yeah. Got them funky lips like right. uh, like got the Joker on restaurants. Batman. Got all them uh, restaurants, restaurantes. Right. He's got the CBS TV gig. He's got the HB oh. TV gig. He's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Still don't give a crap. No. But at any rate, it sure is a lot of fun for QAM. Every time there's another Danny thing. I'm, I'm starting to rumor that Jimmy Johnson's coming back to replace Dave Wanstead right before the season starts. Jimmy and Danny. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, Together again. I love it. Jimmy and Danny, Danny and Jimmy. And then we can play those bits over and over and over again, and they can talk day after day. Is it Jimmy's fault? Is it Danny's fault? Who sucks the most? 
Anyway, I haven't even got. I did. I smell Super Bowl. It's a PR stunt to pacify Dolphins. Danny's a winner. I like it. It won't change a thing, or I couldn't give a schmidt less. There's your five choices. Let's hop on that poll, baby. Now, what am I voting to get this thing started? I, I sure wish that this. Uh, see, I don't. This isn't even set up right here. That's why I hate this studio. This studio blows. Uh, it's a PR stunt. Oh, if you think he's paying him all that money, yeah, he is. He is. I mean, all, all his, as soon as somebody comes on indignant like Wayne did yesterday, uh, and then you know that he's trying to cover up the lie. Oh, look at look at all the votes on there. I just put the poll up, and there's already 52 uh, votes on there. Eric just uh, yanked it Ooh. on there. Oh, I'm telling you, this is a big winner. This is where it's at, man. Don't don't think that we can evade this just because it's a sports thing. It's more than sports. Dan Marino is bigger than life itself in this town. He really is. I know. He, he, he never stole a freight train, Danny boy. Right. He's not somebody we dislike on his show. I always like Danny. In fact, it, it just pained me that these phony freaking fran, fans down here, uh, oh, well, you know, he's over the hill and he never won a Super Bowl. He don't have any ring. Yeah, he's got rings, all right. Ring around the collar, okay? 52 votes. It's a PR stunt to pacify doll fans in spite of Wayne's uh, denials yesterday. Absolutely. 21 people said that. Danny's a winner. I like it. 12. I couldn't give a Schmidt less. 11. It won't change a thing, six. I smell Super Bowl only two. I'm sure one of those is Tony Cigaretto. You're so silly, Tony. You're an idiot. You're such a silly goose, man. I'm so embarrassed. You know, even, even the news from Buffalo, I don't care what anybody says. It's not, you know, Buffalo isn't a major market. It's a million people. But even the news from Buffalo smells a little bit more of professionalism than the newscast we got down here. And I noticed that Steve Wolford on Channel 4 News is long gone now. He was good. He was too professional for here. Just like John Hambrick was too professional for here. But somebody silly like Tony Cigaretto, who's just a, a silly sports uh, UM nerd turned news anchor with a gigantic ego, him and Sloppy Veloppy. Is she still around? I don't know. Oh, you don't watch that channel? No. But uh, our big head is on there. Sure. I saw him yesterday afternoon. I said, there's my buddy Joe Rose. I watch the All Rodriguez News Channel. Oh, Channel 4. Right. Elliot Rodriguez, uh, Maggie Rodriguez, Maggie Rodriguez, Maddie, uh, Maddie June Rodriguez, Rodriguez uh, yes, Sal sir. Rodriguez, they're all on there. All Rodriguez all the time. By Rodriguez is for well, Maybe Rodriguez. if uh, things don't work out here, maybe you can hook oh, sure. on there. Because as part of the deal with Mo, I can't tell you that. <laughs> so there's the initial results on our poll. Let's do the break. Well, no, because I want to like ease into this. I want to give the whole story. After we take a call or two real quick. Tell you if you had... Jimmy and Danny line, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Bill Ben Marino sucks, buddy. <laughs> right there is definitive South Florida, baby. Oh, I like it. Oh. Dan Marino sucks, buddy. That's the first response we get here on the Neil Rogers Show, and I'm the one that's supposed to be negative, right? Yeah. That's right. Although I did vote for, I think it's just a PR stunt because uh, you know he's keeping he's keeping Wanstead, which is a bad, bad, even extended his contract. Yeah. Two years with no playoffs, man. The guy is uh, strictly Chicago Bears reincarnate. It's just caca, poop, and uh, what's the other one? Pissing. What else are we missing? Everybody off. He's pissing everybody off. So, and they still got Rick Scortino now as the new general manager, which is a joke because Rick uh, weighs about 85 pounds. He used to ride a Carter, then he had that <laughs> nose problem. Oh, look, wait, you're not going to believe the response on this poll today. You're going to be uh, astonished. Are they still 80, in the Super Bowl? 87. It's only been on there for like about six or seven minutes. 87. Vote. Maybe the Republicans are freaking it. We'll keep this on till noon, then we'll start. We'll uh, worry about building up the other one, I, or or maybe we'll save the other one for tomorrow. I don't know. You think we can build it and then do it tomorrow? Whatever you want. No. Then what do we do tomorrow? Because we're not doing build that one to two else. comedy bits hour no more. Yeah, that's done. That's over. 
I gave right. my word on that. Build See, we're, we're, we're making a whole new deal here in 2004 and giving you folks a little mo is what we're doing because we're desperate. Wait till Friday. We're just we're just biding time till Friday. When that book comes out, it's going to be we a stinkeroo in midday. And the rest of the day, who the hell knows? I have no idea. Could be all kinds of things. Could be really good. Could be... But we'll see. My good friend Kid Curry was even sniffing around down there talking about Anna Squeeze Big Ass. He he did make a comment. <laughs> he did throw in some kind of crack. He came in the middle of a conver our conversation down there, and he made some kind of a crack about, oh, yeah, it's just a radio show. Just ask Anna Squeeze. I'd give it a squeeze. <laughs> yeah, she's got a real big ass. And uh, Kid Curry's into big ass, although a little bit younger big ass these days. It's uh, 27 past 10. Am I right? No comment. How old is his uh, missus now? About 18? I think she just had a birthday. 12. Hey, let me tell you something right now. Let me give you 12 reasons, or maybe uh, 100 reasons, to go to the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet because the food is so damn good and they give you so much of it. Whether you're like uh, one of those people who's not a really big eater but just enjoys delicious food or a real pig or anything in between. You'll see a lot of big, beefy people in that place or any buffet, but you'll love it because everything is fresh and delicious. they got six different kinds of soups, like your wanton and your hot and sour and uh, all the other good stuff, your kreplach soup. And they've got dozens and dozens of delicious entrees, like New York Strip made to order in their sizzling Asian grill, along with a brand-new seafood Saint-Jacques plant. Enjoy oysters on a half shell every night. If that isn't enough, try the Alaskan stone crab, middle neck clams, jumbo shrimp scampi, and for the first time ever, steamed Maine lobster on the weekends. Try the hand-carved prime rib. They're new Thai specialties, too. And keep in mind, unlike almost every Chinese restaurant in the universe, uh, no headaches, no bad pounding headache when you walk out because they don't use any MSG. They don't use any cornstarch. They cook all their good crap with only cholesterol-free oils, so you'll walk out with a big smile on your face and a real healthy uh, full stomach, too. You'll find a full salad bar, new sushi bar, fresh shrimp cocktail, and for people that have got a crowbar or a gigantic puppet, a full dessert station, too, if you have any room left, featuring Belgian waffles, pies, Cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, fresh fruit as well. Three Emerald Coast locations for you. They're in Sunrise, Pine Island of 44th Street. They're on Collins Avenue, just north of 163rd North Miami Beach. And you'll also find them at the intersection of prestigious Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in Geriatric Pembroke Pines. So take the Gansa Mishpacha, baby, the entire family, or book your next business luncheon right now and let our good friends at the Emerald Coast do the cooking for you. Take out and delivery always available, too. Call 954-572-3822. That's 954-572-3822 for the unbeatable Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. Live, Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Dolphins, they're the worst football team. Yes. They flub the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. They're on the ground, that's where they'll stay. They're never in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking toilet bowl, because they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, don't bet on them, you'll always lose. Uh -huh. They don't know how to tackle, they don't know how to block. No. Their coaches ought to tell them to put Bengay in their jocks. Then they would run much faster, and even in defeat. 
When we go to the stadium, we'll see Miami Heat, and they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? Uh, 32. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, the team that hasn't got a clue. Miami has the Dolphins, but the Dolphins have no fans. Just 50,000 assholes sitting in the stands. Absolutely. They watch the game, and all they do is moan and gripe and bitch. I wonder how Joe Robbie got to be so goddamn rich. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number how many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, I hear the crowd begin to boo. The Dolphins have Jay Fiedler, that quarterback's a Jew. Run down the field and he will throw a pass over you. He'll never win a Super Bowl, you shouldn't be surprised. When he gets cut, that doesn't mean that he was circumcised. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number, how many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Jay calls his signals in Hebrew. The Dolphins have no defense and their offense is a joke. Like George Bush eating pretzels, you know they're gonna choke. They'll always disappoint you when they're in a playoff race With fewer points than pockmarks on Huizinga's ugly face And they're the Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins number Oh, what the hell, 32 Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins Now they're through Ten thirty-five at five sixty. Joe Rose admitted to me this morning, which I thought was pretty big of the big dog. He admitted that he and Danny occasionally get together on the weekends, still take showers together. Yeah, that, wasn't that uh, white of him? No, they have special guest showers for special guests. Yeah, with like two heads are better than one. 164 votes. Can you believe that? That poll has been up there like maybe 15 minutes. Staggering. It is shocking, man. It's scandalous to go to show you what a one-horse uh, buggy in town this is, how, whatever that means. Just change again. 168 votes. They're, they're coming in in chunks. Can you tell it? Can you hear it? <laughs> chunks. 168. What's your take on the Dan Marino hiring? It's a PR stunt to pacify Dolphins. 63, they're not buying it, Baldy. They're not buying it. Which I was telling Mo about the Chris Moore story. Uh, right. Remember the months that I was in limbo sure. getting paid not to work? I remember it very well. Those seven months that Paxson paid me off. I do. And right I was here. telling him about Chris Moron coming on the station and uh, telling the Bookster, whoever he was on with that day. Maybe Joe Zagaki, I think it might have been. Joe Zagaki sucks, okay? And Chris Moron coming on breathlessly. I don't think Neil Rogers will ever be on WQM. I mean, if he comes on here and starts ripping Wayne Huizinga, can you imagine the very first day? That'll be the end of that. Uh, no. See, even Mo made a very good point. That is, Wayne doesn't sign our paychecks here. <gasps> well, he might sign Mo's 
paycheck for the Dolphin game. But he don't sign mine for uh, doing his talk show. Does he sign your check? No. No, he ain't got nothing to do. He doesn't own a radio station. He's got nothing to do with it, okay? So there you go, Wayne. We'll say whatever the hell we want. Chris Moore, is he still on the air here? No. Oh. I don't think Chris Moore was ever on this station. <laughs> you know something? I don't think Chris Moore will ever do the Panther games. I don't think it'll ever happen. Do you? I think Geldy's got a better chance of doing the Panther games than Chris Moore on. Rat attack! Anyway, sir, did you ever see Chris Moore and uh, uh, Pharrell together? No, that's a good point. Yeah. Water pipe, sir. Rat attack, sir. See? Yeah. Good point. I think it's him. I think that's what happened is they found out it was really him and Dragon. That's why they blew him out of here. 168 votes. What's your take? It's a PR stunt to pacify doll fans. 83. Or, no, that's a 6. I'm sorry. 63. Danny's a winner. I like it. 42. I couldn't give a Schmidt less. 31. How many for that? About 30, man. I won't change a thing. 26. And I smell Super Bowl 6. Oh! We're talking Super Bowl because we're the Dan Marino Dolphins. Can you see it coming? Sure. I can smell it. I'm getting my tickets. And it's right up the street again. In fact, maybe it'll be safe to be a Dolphin again. You know, that woman that got ripped on the show Friday, I think that guy was a little bit, I think that was the point she was trying to make. What's that? About the Panthers. Remember she called in and she said, oh, no. now it's okay to root for the Panthers again because they're playing pretty. She was being a little bit sarcastic. And then the I guy see. called and ripped her an ass, which was fine. Charles in Deerfield Beach said, oh, and when you people lay off a little, we did the very heavy-duty serious show yesterday. And, of course, now today the big deal is, oh, Apollo Neal, you know, may have broken the law. I mean, naturally, so that's the media for you. What can I tell you? As opposed to saying, hey, you mean to say we're in this war because we were lied to and they had this planned all along and they just had to make up some grotesque reason and make up a bunch of lies so they could go in there and uh, kick some ass and divvy up the oil fields and stuff like that? Yeah. But that's your media for you. Don't ever, and the only good piece of news is that young people are turning away from mainstream media to get their news. Right. Even Tom Jerka had a comment about that this morning, about the um, not necessarily the news thing. Yeah, more and more young people mm -hmm. are not uh, they're they're not uh, watching uh, AB, the, the the ABC or CBS or NBC. They're Double. certainly they're certainly not watching MSNBC. Nobody is, or even no. CNN. Nobody under the age of a hundred watches CNN, including me. Certainly not news. Internet it's, news. There you go. That's what they're doing. They're turning to the Internet. They're going to neilrogers.com to get the MS, baby. They're going to something that might tell. They're going to, like, moveon.org. Yeah. And they're still they're still playing those Hitler ads on CNN. They, they just they just can't get away from that. And, and quite frankly, if they had any balls, they would have used those ads. Right. Because those are the ones that are right on. Okay, let me get to the story right after the break. Huh? I think we've dilly-daddly there. We had a, a major summit meeting in a parking lot this morning. Perhaps the most implausible, unpredicted moment in the history of this radio station, and maybe in the history of the human race, I would say. Wouldn't you say? So far, <coughs> trying to think of what might have come close. I don't know. But I think the bottom line is, Greg, it's it's your fault, baby. Once again, the ball being dropped by Greg Reed. Anybody seen him lately? No. Thank God. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM.
heard me Roger saying, I wait to want him more. I went to see the Panthers, who waited like the doors. It's a hundred degrees in halftime, but I can't find no tears. Now I wonder, still I wonder, who'll stop the way. <laughs> Still hate your ball, they like poison. Wayne changed the complexion of sports in South Florida, make no mistake about it. He's a piece of crap. And of course, uh, even George was just reminiscing about the uh, Marlins in the 1997, a first World Series victory. And then, of course, right after the game, uh, oh, well, guess what? If you don't build us a stadium, we're trading off the whole team. And then there were like Kevin Brown and a couple other players. Oh, we'll even play for reduced salary. Why don't we keep the thing going? No. Bye-bye. Panthers. If you don't, and we already played the clip about build me the arena and blah, 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 and I won't play there anyway because I don't want to do one thing. And, the, and he's uh, playing there, and then he sold it to this poor schmuck, Alan Cohen. And he just continues uh, playing. How's that Blockbuster Stadium doing? Huh? <laughs> Blockbuster Park. See, the Marlins wouldn't have to be running around looking for a stadium if we had Blockbuster Park. Did we have it? No. Did it get built? No. Was it a big fat lie? Yeah. yeah well, you know, I was the people's fault. He sold all that Blockbuster stock, you know, with that tear in his eye. That was Miramar's fault. See, I can't, I can't handle ultra rich people. I can't stand them. Yeah. Because nothing they, is ever, they never have enough. They never stop dicking with people. They never stop screwing around with people's emotions. You know, just take all your money and go away already, will you? I'm not, they're... I'm not in the sports business to, uh, for the fans. I'm in it to make money. Well, screw you, man. It's the reason they're called filthy. Rich. Even though he has nothing to do with Blockbuster anymore, he left such a, a taint on that establishment that there are a lot of people that won't go there just because he was involved in it. In fact, most people think he's still involved in it. Right, a taint. And, and let, let's just tell him he is. Oh, Wayne's going to be at Blockbuster tonight. I think he's got something to do with it. Anyway, in fact, here's a fax that says, "Old, i got to get to my uh, Howard story. Old Baldy went off on uh, Big O because he was uh, asked a question that was correct. No, not the big O. That's Almondo. He, he's got his spicks confused. He's got Orlando Alzaquiri mixed up with Almondo Zelguiri, whatever his name is. Dan is a pitch man, great quarterback, never coached. By the way, what does Dan know about the auto business except how to buy a bunch of cars? Also, how much is a gazillion dollars anyway? Yeah, that's what Wayne said yesterday. I saw the press conference. He's making a gazillion dollars over there at CBS and HBO. What does he need to come here to be, you know? Anyway, it says, it signed an ex-Dolphin fan. Baldy is a joke, is what he says. How do you like that? Pick it on the Wayne Meister again. Good. Nice going, uh, whoever you are, ex-Doll fan. Then here's another fax that says, Any excerpt from any QM sports show from now till August. Host, hello, WQM, caller, uh, Dave, Dave and Danny, Danny and Dave, and that goes on for like a whole paragraph. Uh, host, I see your point, but I think Dave and Danny, Dave and Danny, and that goes on for like another paragraph. It says, host, before I take the next call, I have to, depending on what show it is, Oh, I see. <laughs> uh, you're picking on Moe's head again, okay? Quit, cut the crap. Well, this, this was written before they heard the story. That's right. So anyway, here's the story. Get on the edge of your seat, okay? So I drive into the parking lot this morning, into my lovely uh, parking spot there, and I see off to the side there by where those uh, benches are, I see Moe is over there with Gary Sarner, two of my very favorite people. <laughs> and uh, I get out of the car. I take my little briefcase here. I start waddling toward the door. And uh, Gary Sarner, hey, Neil, how you doing? Hi, Gary. 
And Mo looks at me and he says, I forget what the first word was. F you? F? No, that wasn't no. the very first word. Oh, because when I was driving in, he said something about uh, uh, the Zach story again. He put Zach on here with that story as if we can't let that go already. And then he said something about, well, uh, in spite of what that cancer we have on the air at 10 o'clock says. So anyway, he made some grotesque comment toward me. So as I started to go in the door, I said, well, you know, cancer might be contagious, Mo, which is just my response to his comment about me being a cancer. And uh, he said to me, F you, fug you. And I looked at him and I said, well, back at you. And he said, fugue the ground you walk on. Ever do that? Uh, if I could find a mole hole. <laughs> yeah. At any rate. And uh, so then Gary Sarner kind of got up and started getting, like, nervous and doing the same Vitus dance and kind of waddling toward the door. So uh, Mo said, well, come over here and tell me something. I said, tell you what? I mean, I don't want to repeat the whole conversation. But in other words, it started out extremely hostile, as, as you'd expect. And uh, then he said, uh, well, uh, and I, I said to him, I said, well, what is it that I've said about you that isn't correct? Or said on the air, well, uh, name it. You know, when he went, to, I said, well, give me something specific. So he decided that we were going to have a, uh, well, I guess it was mutual, but it was, I still say, 70% him and about 30% me. That we ought to sit down and, like, uh, have a meeting of the minds. And he said, sit down. Just like that. Sit yeah. down. There's two benches out there. Right. I said, well, you sit down, too. So we both sat down. And we broke out a bologna sandwich. No. And, uh, well, you know the Jews. And uh, we got into a thing about uh, this one did this and this one did that. And I said, well, you know, I wanted to have a discussion like this a year ago in November, but Greg Reed, of course, is always too busy, and he's got corporate meeting, and he's got this, and he's got to go wipe his ass, and he's always got some excuse why he doesn't do these things. And he told me that he had agreed to it, which I think is what we heard, right? Didn't right. We did that at we the did. time. But, of course, Greg wasn't going to facilitate it. And, of course, Clarence and Duff, they're a couple of quizlings, man. They're a couple of pansies. Oh, gee, Greg, it's a fight. It's a fight. You know, and that's what happens when you run a place like this the way Greg does is that nobody else has got any authority because he's got to be. It's all got to come back to Greg. Even signing for, like, paper clips and toilet paper. That's why there's no petty cash here. Did you know that? No, I didn't. It's the only radio station I've ever, only business I've ever been in my life that doesn't have petty cash. That's petty. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, he's got, he has to have, and the funniest part about that, I guess that empowers him, you know, because he can't write a check. All the checks have to come out of Naples, probably because they don't trust him. Plus, they know they've got a bunch of degenerate gamblers working here, too. So anyway, to make a long, no, well, I mean, that's not a good idea to let people have checks, uh, checkbooks, you know. When you have people that are compulsive gamblers, then they try to start covering, this, like kiting checks, you know, covering right. this a bet and covering that bet, calling this bookie. So anyway, to make a long story uh, longer... Uh, we had a meeting of the minds, and a, uh, you know, and and Mo very uh, honestly admitted that he had done some really grotesque things, like the bullet in the head comment, and apologized for it, and I accepted it. And that doesn't mean we're going to be best of friends, or that we like uh, have some kind of a love fest. But the fact of the matter is, the ugliness stops here. To quote somebody from our favorite movie, Cuckoo's Nest. I'd play an all right thing, but that's in there now. What well, what's in there? The all right drop. I play an all right drop. We don't need any uh, sound effects for this. This is serious. This isn't some kind of a of a joke. All right. What's wrong with you? My brains are going soft. And so anyway, uh, I, I said that he probably ought to have the same kind of a uh, sit down with Hank and also with Joe Rose. Now I know uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt, I told him this. I said a part of the audience is in my audience anyway is going to be very upset. That doesn't mean we're not going to continue playing a bulk of Brian bits. There's nothing malicious involved in any of those. There, there. It's humor. It's a radio show, and I told him that again. I think he understands that finally. 
Good. But, I mean, there's a difference between shtick and uh, really malicious crap. And it, it just has gotten to the point of being so ugly around this place. And now that I'm back here for a couple of weeks, I, I think it needs to stop. And if we had any any kind, not just this constant absentee management and emotional cripple that keeps running away and running away and running away and hiding from the problems instead of doing something to solve them and bring people together, that's the main problem at QM. It's not Howard David. It's not Neil Rogers. It's not Hank Goldberg. It's not anybody else. It's not even that obnoxious beast. It's Greg Reed. You don't know how to run a business, baby. You don't know how to talk to people. And the, re and the reason he's uncomfortable in doing that is because he can't do it. He doesn't come and say to me, uh, you know, and it's like the day he called to tell me that he was ha firing your ass. I'm in Toronto. I answered the phone at about 2.15. Uh, Neil, it's uh, Greg. Uh, 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 congratulations on a great book. Oh, and by the way, I've decided to terminate uh, George Rodriguez. Kind of like an afterthought. I said, yeah. uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. And I don't want to rehash all of that, too, because uh, that was an ugly period. That's what started this whole thing with Mo. But that's the way Greg deals with problems. He cannot, I mean, it's just like a couple of times when it became so frustrating that I had to call him at home, which I've done maybe three times in the six years I've been here. Plus, before we started, which I talked about the other day, about the studio won't be ready, et cetera, right. and so on. I mean, when you continue digging yourself into a deeper and deeper and deeper hole and lying and lying and evading, and just like that first show we did on the air after all that hysteria trying to get the studio built downstairs, and he takes his whole family and runs off on a plane to Chicago, hoping, just crossing his legs and fingers and eyes, just praying that maybe by some miracle we'd actually get the show on the air from that studio the next day. And keep in mind, in those days, we weren't even on the air from the studio. They, they had a, we were going through like uh, by remote. Because, right. because the uh, the transmitter was over in the other joint. Right. We had to dial up everything. And we day. had to dial everything up every day and hope that the phone system would work. And, of course, like even now, nothing works. We came in here this morning, and thanks oh, to Bob Vermouth being an asshole and changing the passwords and access to all of everybody's computer in the building, uh, everything's a nightmare again. But this is the Beasley effing way. And you can blame Greg Reed, and you can blame the Beasleys, but the fact is this is the way they do business. They don't pay people in a timely fashion. They don't want to cut loose with all the cash they're making. They got a bunch of little dictators like Bob Vermouth who's got a big uh, ego problem, you know. Well, we're going to do it this way and you're not going to do this and you're not going to do that. Remember the idea we had of doing like an hour on the internet? Yeah. Well, no, I, I, mm -hmm. I think of that time when the uh, transmitter went out when Pharrell was supposed right. to be doing his first show and he and I did an hour or so on the internet using every word that's ever been invented. That was maybe the most entertaining hour that's ever been on this radio sure. station. It was great radio. But it wasn't on the radio. But it was on the internet. Right. People were listening. We got mm -hmm. a lot of, you'd be surprised how many people we got listening out there on the internet. About 30, man. At least. And people loved it. And so we had that idea. Well, we're not going to do that through, uh, because our QA might be responsible and, but a beep, but a boop, but a bum, we, you know. Which is, which is why we don't even have a link anymore on the QM website for the Neil Rogers website because somebody made a big timus about the fact we had something on there that was, uh, was Sub Rosa, it was this, whatever the hell it was. And so they caved in right away. They always cave in. That's why Pharrell ain't here no more, because they always cave in. That's the nature of this place. Big, big aspirations. They want to be this and they want to be that, but they don't have they don't have the guts to do it. That's the problem. And when you don't even have the guts to look somebody in the face and have a real conversation with them, then what, what kind of management is that? It's mismanagement. In fact, that could be the new name we have for Greg, mismanagement. Then we've got the junior mismanagement. We could have a pageant. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> we got Junior Miss over there. We got Junior Miss over here. We got a couple of juniors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll have a pageant. It's the Junior Miss Management pageant at QAM. Oh! Yeah, I like it. 
Yeah, we're going to save that other poll for tomorrow. I'm, I'm on a roll now. Plus, I want to hear all these uh, Danny and Dave and Jimmy and Danny calls. Why should we? Why should we pee on their parade? They're on such a roll now. Why should we interrupt in the beginning? It's one thing after it goes on for about six, seven months, and I have to intercede and say, right. "Hey, uh, these guys are getting a little bit carried away at a sports show, it's like I did with the Jimmy and Danny thing. It's getting really uh, fugan ponderous." Okay, what's your take on the Dan Marino hiring? This is the big story. Two hundred eighty-six votes in about uh, thirty-five minutes. Isn't that shocking or what? It is shocking. We could just go through the roof on this thing today. We just no, leave go it. with the flow. Flow. I think when that's on Friday, we're going to hit the flow when that book comes out. A lot of people are going to hit the flow, including us. 286 votes. What's your take? It's a PR stunt to pacify doll fans. 106. Danny's a winner. I like it. 78. That's 27.2%. I couldn't give a Schmidt less. 54. It won't change a thing. 37. And I smell Super Bowl 11. Smell Super Bowl. That's Owen Nolan's number. Hey, how's your eye doing, Owen? Eleven votes. I smell Super Bowl. So the positive votes here, we're talking about uh, about thirty, man. Yeah, thirty-one percent. If you add the uh, Danny's winner, I like it, and I smell Super Bowl, which means about seventy percent in this very negatory town. Absolutely. Uh, not too enthusiastic. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio Five Sixty. And Danny is a dog. Oh.560 WQM. We got the Mad Dog at 2, the Humper, the load at 4 this afternoon. Hurricanes warm up 645. And then you got, get out of here, okay, you Yenta. Was that that type of crap? Close the door all the way and get out of here. Don't come back anytime soon. The beast. Now, if we, if we're going to take a vote, I'm with Mo on that one. I'm voting with him. Not just because of our summit this morning, but he, this man is a trouble. A waddling ball of trouble. Uh, Hurricane War of 645. Hurricanes at North Carolina basketball, 705 tonight, or 7 o'clock. Any interest? Yes. 
And any really any K at nine and Joe and Mark overnight two to five. And speaking of Joe Costello, join him tonight, seven thirty to nine thirty at the Sandbar Grill in the Grove. Stop by to win T-shirts and tickets to watch the Panther Flyer game. When is that game? Do we know? Oh, it's uh, tomorrow night, well, Thursday night. Oh, I just gave the wrong uh, lineup. Oh, that's Wednesday. I'm trying to get ahead of myself. Not that I'm anxious to get out of here. Well, now let's do <laughs> Tuesday and then we'll do Thursday. I'll do next week Monday. And, and I'm getting to that. Let's see, we got Mandich at two, they uh, loaded four, with Ira Winterman four to five. And by the way, Ira, you're a good guy, but your voice is terrible. Uh, the big oh! seven o'clock tonight. Oh, he's going to be all whipped up about this Danny boy thing. I bet he can't wait to get on. Hey, big uh, Orlando, if you'd like to come in now, I'll give you a couple of extra hours. Eddie K at 10, Joe and Mark overnight. And like I said, speaking of Joe, uh, join him 7.30, 9.30 at the Sandbar Grill in the Grove tonight. Stop by to win uh, T-shirts and tickets to the Panther Flyer game Thursday night from the Bud Party Zone. Don't you want to be in the bud in the pud party zone? Why not? What's not to like? And uh, that bad news about Nathan Horton, by the way, really bad. Kid's going to be good. Who the donut guy? Yeah, Tim Horton. Uh, what's your take on the Dan Marino uh, fire, hiring? Three hundred. <laughs> Get was, ahead of yourself, are you? Yeah. So oh, I'm sorry. That was so bad. I'm thinking ahead about two years. Three hundred and thirty-four votes. It's a PR stunt to pacify Dolph fans. Hundred sixteen. 34.7% think you're a liar, Wayne, in spite of your chewing out Orlando query, Zagiri. Danny's a winner, I like it, 84, 25.1%. I couldn't give a Schmidt less, over 20%, 68. It won't change a thing, 53, 15.8%. I guess because they got the same coach and they got Rick Scortino as GM now. And I smell Super Bowl. Look what the number is. Do you see an omen? 13. Wow. All right. I, 13. I can't see the number. Well, I can. Why not? Because your computer's a piece of crap oh, and it's not working. Man. 13, 3.8% say, we're smelling Super Bowl because it's Danny Marino. So that's 28.9%. This is quite a day. we got Dan Marino as the uh, assistant uh, chief cook and bottle washer with the Dolphins. we got Mo and Neil have a uh, summit in the uh, parking garage down there in the parking lot and the kiss and make up and shake hands. And that's not a publicity stunt, by the way. It's not, it just happens spontaneously. And I'll say it again. I give him 70% of the credit, and I'll take About 30, man. Right. And I really do think he ought to have, a, like, a sit-down with the uh, big dog, with Joe, who's a good guy, and with a humper, who's a great guy, right? Well, see, I shouldn't Absolutely. have said that. Like I said, with Joe, who's a great guy, and Hank, who's okay. I'd even it out. Okay, there you go. No, I don't play favorites. They're all good guys. And as I pointed out to Mo, I get along with everybody here, except up until today, except him. So I don't like to, is there anybody else? I don't, I'm not talking about salespeople or those kind Management. of people. Or management. I'm talking about like Mad Dog. Oh, the Pharrell. People. We got right. great with Pharrell. Sure. Uh, Joe Rose. Love Joe. The Humper. Eddie K. Joe and Mark. Right on. Even the big. Right. The big. Rectum. <laughs> no, I already said Hank. <laughs> the big right. Oh, and he uh, has he ever come to you and said, "Gee, Neil always rips me on the ear." He never said that. Who Hank? No, the big O. No, I don't rip Hank on the ear. I've had some fun at his expense, but he understands. He gets it. See. Some fun at his expanse. His, oh, no, in his pants. There's an expanse in his pants. In fact, he's, uh, that's why he wasn't on last week. He had to have all his pants let out an inch. No, come on. Now, I'll see him one of these days while I'm here. I'm looking on the schedule. I see he's in the studio the next couple of days and today. So I'll run to the Humper. In fact, I might stick around extra one of these days just to make sure we can bond a little bit. And I can take a look and see just how expansive. No, I, I don't know what to say. Because I, if I told you what I weighed on my scale this morning, you would just get up and walk out. No, yeah. I'm used to it. And what do I tell you every time I come back here? Mm-hmm. You know? Because there's nothing else to I'm do. I'm at the track last night. Right. 
and uh, just eaten. It's another meal I wouldn't have had at all. Now, you saw what I had here this morning. I had my Interex Diabetic. It's damn sure. good stuff. That's my breakfast. Going to mommy's for lunch. She's going to try to force feed me and sit there. Oh, you're so fat. Lose some weight. While she's pushing right, food in my direction. And, and that's all it is while I'm here. And uh, Ponytail wants to bring in food. And this one wants me to go eat here. And uh, I can't do it. Cannot do it. Fat old diabetic Neil can't do it. Okay, now what I'm going to do is I'm just going to let these people, I'm going to save that other poll for tomorrow because, Mine's uh, well. yeah, because that'll, that's great to kill tomorrow. <laughs> Always plan ahead. And number two, uh, the audience is just pent up with emotion about all of this. About Wayne, about Danny, about, um, the whole insanity of this whole thing, about my summit with Mo. We just got too many fish to fry today. Mm, yeah, it's the fish. old fish fry. Ooh, fat. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. We're doing screenless, by the way. So all you sports nerds out there, they're waiting to get in your two cents about Jimmy and Danny and Danny and Dave. Uh, just cool it, screenless. WQAM, hello. Davey and Danny and Danny and Davey and Danny and Davey. Yeah, I know, Woody. Hey, Woody. No matter what the topic is, you're still the same asshole. I can smell it right over the phone. Okay, even in Toronto, I can smell you, idiot. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. My vote for the poll is not going to make a bit of difference. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Well, don't you want to elaborate on that? Well, I think the uh, the players uh, come down there more. They all party on South Beach. And, uh, <laughs> and the teachers are all going to High Lie. Okay. The players are partying on South Beach and the uh, teachers are going to High Lie. So we haven't got a Chinaman's chance in purgatory, okay? But we got some good civet cats. We'll sell you real cheap. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I was wondering if this was where I could find some OxyContin. <laughs> Cheaper by the dozen, Rush. All right. Okay, let's do the break. Then we're gonna really we're gonna get in a million calls today. Don't let it be said that I'm peeing on your parade. I can smell when there's something to be exploited. I mean, uh, really uh, pushed. You know, when the audience is on fire. This town is smoldering, man. Wayne, you achieved one thing. You got everybody talking again. Now, what they're saying, you're probably not going to like because you're a hard-ass. You know what I love best about people with a lot of money? I give up. Thin skin. Oh. Steinbrenner. Makes no sense. Wayne. They're all real thin-skinned. How you said that about me? Well, shame on you. You know, that, that kind of crap. Why would you care? Exactly. I mean, I don't, uh, you know, I make a couple of bucks, but I certainly uh, am not a multimillionaire. But I, I don't give a crap what anybody says. But more importantly, yes. why are you wearing that shirt again today? Because you liked it so much yesterday. You're right. I wear a shirt two days. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Okay. I don't sweat a lot. I don't do any, like, uh, manual labor. Manual labor? I wear a shirt two days. That's fine. Is that okay? That's fine. Now, if I wore it again tomorrow and you said to me, why are you wearing that today? Then I'd say, well, because right. I'm becoming a slob in my old age. <laughs> in fact, you know, if it'll make you happy, what I'll do is I'll wash it. I'll put it in the, uh, although this, you can't put this in the uh, washer, can you? This kind What's of a made of? I don't know. Probably okay. Oh. Well, I'll wash it, and I'll just wear it the whole time I'm here. Beautiful. Because the bee, you know what the bee said to me again, that little suck hole this morning when I waddled up? He said, oh, nice shirt again today, Neil. I, he thought it was a different one. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't have any good shirts here. All my good shirts are in Toronto. Right. Who am I going to dress up for here? You? No. Look at you. Uh, what is that? Oh, it's Harley Davidson shirt. Oh, man. <laughs> What a punk. Got a, got a wolf on it. Got it for free. Great. See, that's it. I think maybe I stole this one, too, now that you mention it. I think Columbus smuggled it in for me from Mexico. 11 minutes after 11 at 560 WQM on a momentous day, baby. We got the Neil Moe reunion. In fact, I'm going to play that. 
And then we got the uh, Jimmy and Danny and Danny and uh, Davey and uh, Davey and Wayne and Wayne and uh, Ricky, Rick Scortino. I'll tell you one thing we can all agree on, and that is if you don't have a good mattress and don't get a good night's sleep, you feel like crap the next day. You haven't got any energy. You feel like you had no sleep at all. If the old mattress is giving you good service but it's worn out, here's the answer. Get yourself a better night's sleep in 2004 and for a long time to come by calling my good paisans at Dollar Mattress. Toll free, it's 1-800-MATTRESS. Celebrate the new year in real comfort with a new mattress from Dollar Mattress. Call them today. In fact, if you call them right now, they'll be on the door or knocking on your door before the day is out. Dollar Mattress is proud to have added Stearns and Bananas Foster to their already strong championship lineup. Stearns and Foster is the finest mattress made in America, and you can sleep on one tonight by calling 1-800-MATTRESS now. And, of course, they also carry the complete line of all the other top manufacturers in the universe, like Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coral, and Tempur-Pedic. Choose from dozens of models at low, unbeatable, everyday discount prices. And only Dollar Mattress gives you that amazing delivery deal where you pick the two-hour delivery any day of the week that meets your schedule, seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. You want there between 10 and noon in the morning, 2 and 4 in the afternoon, whatever, they'll show up on time. They'll take away the crappy old bedding and set up your brand new one at no extra charge. So with low prices, same-day delivery, free setup and removal, it's easy for even a moron to see why Dollar Mattress is ranked number one in the world in customer satisfaction. Do what I've been doing for years, and the other folks here at QM are catching on, too. They're all doing it. Call Dollar Mattress for a great night's sleep for years to come. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or check them out online at mattress.com. Live and local, this is 560. That pipe smoker and uncircumcised Q will bend engage in a fake dance. I'm a cranky homophobe. Not that I mind it, but I'm way too old. I fantasize about being in bed. In a tryst with Fiedler, my man friend. I'll kiss and make up with Ginger someday. And then ask him to rape my bun over and over again. Though I would not feel remorseful, no! and I would not be ashamed about a ginger and moge union just boning and stroking away. Boy, Kelly, you're not my type. You sound like a nine-year-old kid. Hey! Only a macho, manly guy. You don't notice me. That makes me flip my wig. If Ginger was a lover of mine, I'd bury my bulbous, veiny nose inside his pimply rear end. No, I would not be a sport owner. If I was not a closet of fay, that's why a ginger and mogay union would make me feel giddy and gay. Somebody follow my thousand pools. Yeah, ginger and mogay union would make my sore old bony ass feel safe. 
If we had a ginger and bold gay union, then he wouldn't have to get me raped. I think that's a big news story in the market uh, today. Not the Danny and Jimmy and Jimmy and Danny and Wayne and Dave story, but nevertheless, what do I know? 380 votes on there in a little bit less than an hour, George. We're going to get right around 400 in the first hour. Staggering. It is unbelievable is what it is. Unbelievable. Yeah. As David Paul would say, even Dan Paul might say it. What's your take on the Dan Marino hiring? What's your take? It's a PR stunt to pacify Dolphins, 129, 33, and about a third say that. You turd. Danny's a winner. I like it. 99, 26%. I couldn't give a Schmidt less. 77, 20.2%. It won't change a thing. 59, 15.5%. And I smell Super Bowl. We're talking Super Bowl because it's Tony Segreto. Uh, 16 people. Now, he's such a silly ass, you know? I hate to say that because Joe Rosen here are probably pretty tight. Well, because they're like sports nerds, you know? Uh, 16 people say they're smelling Super Bowl. Of course, they didn't say for which team. I'm smelling Super Bowl for New England again. WQAM, hello. Gee, do you hear that? That was good. Ooh. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. This is QAM? Sounds like me. Ah, yeah. Neil. Yes, sir. McAllen Wayne. <laughs> yes, a lot of people feel that way. 567-0560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. WQAM. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How do you spell kinetic? <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hi. Yes, sir. Is, since you made peace with Mo, is George going to sit down with Mo, too, or not? Is George going to sit down with Mo? On his lap. Yeah, he's sitting on his lap. He's going to be like uh, Paul Winchell and Jerry Mahoney. Bounce me on his knee. Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. <laughs> All right. Okay. See, he's happy. We're happy if you're happy, folks. Of course, like I said, there'll be some people out there who won't be happy because, oh, they like that. They like something that has to do with hate. Well, we don't hate anymore. No. No. It's just fun. Well, no, I mean, I told him we're still going to, like, I just played that bit. He understands that now, and it's, uh, am, I, am I right? Absolutely. Okay. But it's a radio show, and everything is lightened up several degrees, and uh, we've, uh, we've got an understanding. Oh, speaking of we got an understanding, like the bishop said in The Godfather 3. <laughs> no, no, well, I got this story. Hey, where is it? The church review of whether Roman Catholic bishops are doing enough to prevent sex abuse showed that at least 150 credibly accused priests had moved out of their diocese, raising worries that offenders are living unsupervised in places where most people know nothing about them. Among those 150 priests, auditors learned that 10 clergymen had left the country, some returning to home diocese overseas, at least four of them couldn't even be found. The whereabouts of the rest of the group are known to church leaders, and the report said that where possible, bishops had complied with their new policy and sent confidential notices to the priest's new diocese, that they got like a pervert hanging out there. But victim advocates say that sending a private letter isn't enough. The church is leaving potentially dangerous offenders roaming around unsuspected communities, they say, and I think they are... Absolutely correct, sir. But what do I know? Let's see. Now, here's one message. I just wanted to say hi. I'm your nice Jewish friend. Oh, you know, she doesn't stop doing that, you know? She? Yeah. Hmm. She's married to a, uh, you know, whatever her name is. Oh, uh, the uh, Mexican Suzanne. Jewish. Suzanne, you don't have to keep doing that every every time you send me a fax. It's a cute fax with Goofy looking under his ass. It says, anyway, I hate all Florida teams, including the Dolphins. It's about who is uh, richer and who is screwing up stupid. Oh, who is screwing who? Well, okay, whatever you say, Suzanne. Just calm down. 
She always starts out, I mean, you're a Mexican friend married to the Jewish guy in Homestead. Just say it's Suzanne. I'll know who it is. Suzanne. We've only got just a few women listening anyway. About 30, man. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. That's our question today for this South Florida audience. What's your take? And who'd like to take a shower with Dan Marino? Joe Rosas, you'll have to push him out of the way first. No, you're, you're smiling. They still hang out, hang it out together. They do. I think they hot tub it. They air it out. WQAM. Yeah, good morning, Neil. Just like Mo and I aired out our differences. Yes, sir. Thank God, man, nobody's putting the wool over a Dolphins fan side. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was good. good today. Hey, they're going to be great, man. This town is just bursting with energy. This is the best thing that happened since they invented Halava, since they started selling uh, chalupas on South Beach. WQAM. WQAM line nine. There's nobody on there. WQAM. Hello. WQAM. Hello, Uncle Neil. How yes, you sir. Doing? Okay. Where in this country can you get the Emmys from news? Is there anything that actually gives you the Emmys these days? What What does that mean? No, I'm just saying. Where can you actually get the truth other than going on the internet or uh, BBC online? You well, the CBC or BBC, but only if you got to get those on your direct TV, on your dish or whatever. It's amazing because I speak to people in my cab all the time. So many people are just so brainwashed, mm -hmm. don't know anything that's going on. You can't even hold an intelligent conversation. Of course not. The Paul O'Neill thing should have been one of the biggest bombshells of all time, and instead they come up with this, uh, they start feeding the media this crap about, well, maybe he broke the law, it's a felony, this uh, classified document, and, and nobody's even talking about what he said. So why, you know, I'm not going to keep farting into the wind all the rest of my life. I did the best I could yesterday. I played the 60 Minutes piece, and that's it, and nobody really cares. So screw them. People really don't, and it's a shame because right. it's just a matter of time before it all blows up in our face again. But uh, I hope there's room enough across the border next year for a couple more people. Okay, we'll uh, we'll make a special dispensation for you. Thank you, sir. Good luck to you. 409, the Beach Boys are really proud of that. In one hour, George, we got 409 votes. That's real fine. 409. 409. Well, that's where we draw the line. No, just keep voting on there, baby. What's your take? Because we're going to send this to Wayne and show him that, thank God, the Dolphin fans aren't getting the wool pulled over their eyes. <laughs> it's a PR stunt to pacify Dolph fans, the hiring of Danny Boy, 140. 34.2%. That number is rising, Wayne. They're not buying it. All this crap about, well, they, uh, he wouldn't give up all that money just to be a figurehead. <laughs> Danny's a winner. I like it, 107, 26.1%. I couldn't give a Schmidt less, 81 I, it won't change a thing, 62. And I smell Super Bowl 19. We're talking Super because that's the important stuff. Super Bowl, that ring. Everybody's got to have that ring. Grab out of the old brass ring and hold on to your thing. 4.6%. So when you add the two positive ones together, look what you got, George. About 30, man. Yeah. 30.9%. Almost 31% say, hey, this uh, smells pretty good. Oh, let me smell it again, Danny. 5670560. WQAM. Line, that line one, there's never anybody there. It's working now, but that one did, must disconnect fast or something. Probably Bob Vermouth done it. Hey, Bob, you're an asshole. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you doing? Okay, sir. Aren't we blessed in this town we got Dan Marino back? We got Dan Marino and Neil and Mo made up, and what, what more could you want? We are blessed. Unbelievable. Yeah. Another thing, I went Sunday to the Three Kings Parade, and... I went to the Three I, Queens Parade myself. <laughs> I got a four-year-old son, and then um, there wasn't just a politic fest. And you know who came down the street, Ileana Ross Letterman, mm. and she waved at my son. And I go to him, shoot up a party. And he shot her a birdie, and you should have seen her lip just twitched. Good for him. I say he's the next mayor of Miami, man. 
Absolutely correct. All right. I'll be blessed. I just love God. Thank you. Everything. I'm, I'm so excited Marino's back. Praise Jesus. Absolutely. All right. In fact, what's that line about uh, 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 about Bush? <laughs> Which one? The one with Boca Brian where he says, uh, praise Bush like Jesus. Praise Bush like Jesus. Praise Danny like Jesus. George was saying before the show that maybe we ought to have like a, a, a church, Church um, of the Dolphin. Sure. Church of the Dolphin. And we could have a gigantic, instead of that big statue of Mary or whatever, a big mm-hmm. statue of Danny Boy. Right. You could have Shula on the crucifix. Shula, Shula. Oh, and then <laughs> I heard somebody call this morning. Was it this morning or last night? I'm going to the track. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, it was last night calling Eddie K. By the way, Eddie hangs up on everybody. That's the reason I like him. <laughs> he hangs up on everybody. Good. Uh, but, any, of course, he's only got the same four cranks, but he hangs up on all of them. But, anyway, he had somebody saying, you think Shula's coming back now? <laughs> I mean, Shula, the shoes the might. Second coming. That's yeah. a church thing. Danny and uh, Don and uh, whatever. And uh, he just turned 96. i got to look for something else to do. I'm sure. Like, maybe you have somebody change your bag, Don. The brainstem. Wouldn't that be something? See, this is the Dolphin situation. Let's keep going back into the past. In fact, how about Danny at quarterback next year? Oh, yeah, he's going to be giving all that money. Might as well. He can, like, run up into the stands before the game and make all the decisions and race down there through the entrance on the field to a standing ovation. Here comes number 13, oh. Dan Marino. Oh. Huh? They should just be permanent since they're not going to win anyway. I mean, I think when they put that statue in front of the uh, stadium, it was the first time that a statue was ever built to a, for a statue. <laughs> Little girls and candy, I had an epiphany, my friends, an epiphany, it's done. Under the rug is where the story's going. He do the rush struggle limpa. Damage control so they can pitch and hold it. He do the rush struggle limpa. Limpa. He do the rush struggle limpa. Limpa. The rush struggle limpa. He do the rush, drug, oh! 29 till noon at 560 WQM. Happy Tuesday, too. It's a great day, baby. It's a big day in South Florida. See, I come back to town something always happens. Right? All the time. Remember September of 2001? I came back to town, and like the second day I'm back on the air, what happened? Uh-huh. Not a good day. No. A horrendous day. But something happened. Something grotesque. Anyway, Sean, one of our chronic facts, who says, I came across a movie called Big Trouble the other day. You know what? You've uh, gotten 20,000 calls on it. I have? Yes. That had several scenes that pegged the inane mentality of Miami Sports Hole Radio. 
The movie is at best mediocre, and if I told you who starred in or wrote the screenplay for the movie, you'd read no further. Hey, Barry. The rascal house of uh, print media, Dave Barry, who's syndicated. See, even he's syndicated all around the world. They print that crap. He, I'm not even going to say it again. Why waste my time? Anyway, it says there are two separate scenes where two hitmen from out of town are staking out their quarry from a parked rental car in the Gables while listening to a sports show. They stare at each other quizzically as the DeForest-esque host and a Gator fan carry on a ponderous juvenile argument. 5.60 a.m. is clearly displayed on the radio's tuner as they switch it off in disgust. All right. Well, shame on them. That part was funny only because we work here. Right. So two or three times during the movie, every time they pop it on, it's the exact same conversation. Right. So that was cute. I see. Not Jimmy and Danny, Danny yeah. and Jimmy. Davey and Danny. That's our poll question today. I think we'll change the poll at noon. And we'll ask, I'll create another poll. I'll send Eric a different second poll about the Mo and Neil reunion. Okay. Well, I mean, don't you think that's of equal if What's not greater take? importance? What's your take? Right. We ought to do a whole series of... You're asking me what I think is more important? Oh, not even... That's right. I forgot. <laughs> In your case, not even a contest. But I will say this. We've uh, really uh, struck a raw nerve here. Uh, nerve, uh, Neve, 445 Neve. votes. 445 in just slightly over an hour. They're smoking about this, man. They're smoking the uh, good stuff right now. Rolled it up in the Herald. By the way, you'll get cancer if you do that. What's your take on the Dan Marino hiring by the Dolphin organization? 445 big, fat, juicy votes. In fact, I know it's going to change on me again. So like I said, 452 votes. See, they're coming in in chunks. It's a PR, and by the way, people who think, well, that's not really a lot of votes on those polls every day. If we didn't have the AOL problem, we'd have thousands of votes every day. Right. Now, let me ask you this, seriously. Why is it, well, really, when you compare the number of votes we get, other we're not talking nationwide or worldwide like CNN, stuff like that, mm-hmm. but with like other local polls, even like newspaper polls, we kick ass. Sure. Yes. We put them to shame. Even like I was reading a New York Post poll one day, and I thought, well, that's New York. There's 15 million people there, you know. And it was like it was in the middle of the day. And bear in mind that on many... There was like 300 votes on it. And many of those other polls that you're talking about, they don't have the kind of safeguard that we have to prevent people from voting twice. Right. So people can just click on it multiple times, and still they have less of a result. I see. Anyway, 4.52 in just over an hour, the people are really foaming about this. It's a PR stunt to pacify doll fans. 145, 32%, almost a third of this audience. You turd. Danny's a winner. I like it. 119. Let me lick his pits. I couldn't give a Schmidt less 94. It won't change a thing. 74. And I smell Super Bowl 20. We're smelling Super Bowl because 5670560 pound 560 on the AT&T <laughs> and Verizon. I remember that the one year, and there was Tony Cigaretto there doing his little cheerleading thing. Uh, we're talking the Super Bowl. They had a whole special thing on the Channel 6. Did they win the Super Bowl? No. Did they go to the Super Bowl that year? No. No. Did they come close? No. Oh. Well, there's line nine. It's always a hoot. WQAM. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Um, I'm sorry. You caught me off guard. I just wanted to tell you that I'm a woman that listens to you every single day. And All right. The, yeah, and the only reason that the women don't call so much is because we're busy working. Mm. We got things to do. Yeah. That's Evidently, why. one of them is not filling out Arbitron diaries. Uh, no. Because we don't have any women listening, so they say. Okay, well, I'm definitely one of them. Every day I listen to you. Um, also, I just wanted to tell you that my mother listened to you, and I met you in the early 80s, so I'm sure that will make you feel very good. 
And um, I love listening. Makes me feel very old. I know. I'm sorry. But, you know, you're raising generations of uh, listeners here. And I like to listen to George. He always does a good job when you're gone. And I appreciate you reading the news. It's always very interesting. Okay. Have a great day. And back to you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Told you the good calls are on line nine once in a while, once in a blue moon. Five six seven oh five sixty. What's your take? Come on, folks. Here's your chance. Give it a shot. We got a shot. WQAM. Hello. Miss Rosa. WQAM. Hello. Yeah, Marino, Marino running the Dolphins is like a play-by-play guy trying to do a morning show. <laughs> oh no! See, they just won't let it lie. They won't let sleeping hogs lie. Bastard. WQAM. Hello. WQAM. Hola. Okay. WQAM. Hello. Hey, Uncle Neil, how are you? Okay. Another woman that listens to you religiously every oh. day. Though. No one ever sends me any Arbitron things, diaries, nothing. No, you they... speak the wrong language for that. Well, yeah, good point. Um, but I just wanted to say I listen every single day. I've listened for since the day to day since love you. And if this doesn't sound like schmoozing too much, could I possibly get a shameless request? Maybe. Um, sugar shockers? Sure. Oh, thanks. Have a really great day. You got it. See ya. Bye. Oh, I shouldn't have said you got it. We'll have another inquisition. Yeah, Clarence will have to come in here. Well, uh, somebody complained about that. Well, yeah, blow it out your ass, Clarence. Grow up already, will you? Overgrown uh, quizzling. He is just really bugging me. How could he be the program director of a major market radio station? Sports! Uh, he's such a silly goose. Although I guess he's, uh, you know, he's got the inside track. Rectum. WQAM, hello. Hey, the first thing I'd like to say, um, all the women that are calling you are probably fat, hairy carpet munchers. How do you know that? Uh, just a thought. Oh. Anyway. Could be, but I doubt it. The thing that How do I know you're not fat and hairy? I, I, the thing that you pisses might be munching me off on something the right now. about Isaiah. Yeah, pipe smoker. Go ahead. The thing that pisses me off the most Is about Isaiah. Every time he's on TV. Who? Isaiah, Isaiah. Oh, Wayne, Wayne, Baldy. Yeah. Right. He's always talking to you like a stern father. Right. He's always lecturing. Right. The only event that I would ever pay to see from him is to see him being beaten with a rubber <laughs> hose by the custodian from the Pier 66 he owns or Alan Funt. <laughs> That was great. Yeah, I'd pay for that, too. Oh, man. Let's get that on candid camera right away. Let's dig Alan up. That's beautiful. Why is everybody so hostile with Alan Funt? What did he ever it's do? It's just that one guy. I don't, that's his thing. Oh, it's him? This is yeah. the guy? They no, no, it's guy. not just him. I've had other people. Uh, it's him. It's him. Well, at least he's got his own thing, okay? At least it's original. <laughs> it's something different, okay? And plus, the guy's dead anyway, so he doesn't give a crap. 21 till noon at 560 WQM. Hey, I'll tell you one thing, man. We got a fat place here. The people up here are ballooning up like crazy. How's Katrina doing? Are we going to see her uh, ass this you know week? What? I forgot to run her down yesterday. Well, run her down uh, this afternoon and get her ass on a scale in the morning. Nice. Here in the parking lot. Tired of saying down. she lost 15 pounds because I'm sure she's lost more than that on balance for life. And you can do the same. And, of course, during the holidays, everybody I speak to now says, well, during the holidays, I packed on eight pounds. About what? I mean, enough of that already. It's bad. Not only does it look bad, are you fat as a cow, but it's unhealthy, too. And you get uh, that diabetes and all kinds of bad things. No fun. Balance for Life can help you lose that weight because it's based on the zone diet. They deliver right to your dough every morning by 6 a.m., that little black sack. That's the key. So you don't have to buy anything in the supermarket. No calorie counting, no shopping, no carb counting, none of that crap. 
They do all the counting for you, and they prepare fresh, delicious goodies. Nothing frozen, nothing prefab, no additives. Three hormonally balanced gourmet meals, two delicious snacks, even a 16-ounce bottle of water are right in your little black sack, and like I said, they deliver it right to you every day. Even Dr. Atkins, Dr. Bobby Atkins is changing his tune. Kind of hard to hear it now from down in that box, but if you listen real carefully, you'll see he's saying now that the zone diet makes a lot of sense. So get with a real controlled and proven weight loss and eat healthy lifestyle, the Balance for Life program. Only choices you have to make are once a week you fill out a menu, you fax it back to them, and that's the food you're going to get. It is delish. So you'll start seeing results on that scale in a matter of days if you get on this right away. Call them today, Balance for Life, and make your New Year's re resolution a reality this year once and for all. Call 954-568-3229. That's 954 Five six eight thirty two twenty nine, or check them out on the web at balanceforlife.com. Live and local, this is Sports Radio five sixty QAM. Even though the ex-wife of record producer Phil Spector has said nothing but mean, hateful things for the past twenty nine years, the former Ronette has apparently changed her tune. Ooh, child. I mean to tell you, this is a good man. Even though Phil kept me locked up in the basement and fed me nothing but rice and sour skittles, it's a good man. Even though he beat me within an inch of my life with his Chuck Taylor canvas hot-top converse sneakers, that's a good man. I don't believe he killed anybody, at least not ways on purpose. By the way, I'll be appearing at the Lake Tahoe Red Roof Inn on New Year's Day in the lobby from 3 till 5. I'll be singing, be my, be my baby, be my little baby. Woo, child, I still got the pipes. It's a charity show to benefit me. And, of course, this one's for the children. There's a pretty good chance my friend Eddie Money may swing by the LTRI to take me home tonight. Ooh, I scare myself with my marvelous voice. Anyways, these charges against my ex-husband is fooey. Hong Kong fooey. Sure, he tried to kill me once, but not by his own self. He hired a kill man. That's totally different. We had a disagreement about me wanting to eat pixie sticks instead of sour skittles down in the basement, and he flew off the hammer and hired a kill man. I was bruised, but not died. In contusions, let me say this. Phil Spector's an innocent man until not proven innocent by a jury of 12 people who don't like his toupee. I blame Paul McCartney's for this incident, for putting out the Naked album and taking all the hard work by my ex-Phil and leaving it off the record down on the floor. That's caca, that's poo-poo, and it drove him to the killing that he didn't do. I must go back to Mono. Ronnie Spector's opinion does not necessarily reflect those of any right-thinking person. Medication during the interview provided by Bristol-Myers Squibb. No. 14 till noon at 560 WQM. So I got the new pull fingered out here. Boy, I'll tell you, this is pressure-packed today. Who would have thunk it, you know? I yeah. hate people who say that. Who would have thunk it? I can't stand that. But who would have thunk it? Yeah. That's a sports thing, ain't it? Is it? Who would have thunk it? You know who used to say that? Defoe. I got to admit, I heard a little bit of Defoe yesterday during a break in the Hank Show. Live, 85. I was sitting in the uh, parking lot at uh, Pompano Park waiting for Fat Rich, who showed up uh, momentarily thereafter. And there was Defoe on there, and uh, he sounded just like Defoe. Never stole a freight train. Well, he never stole a train. freight train, okay? The Indians didn't have any freight trains. He might have taken one. Just some freight. He's all right. 510 votes on the what's your take on the Danny Boy poll, and then we're going to change it at noon. Here's the new poll. I'll give it to you right now. I'll give you a, a heads up. Heads up. 
What's your take on the Neil and Moe reunion? If you missed the story, I don't have time to repeat the whole thing. I'll just later on give a thumbnail sketch of what happened in the parking lot this morning. Totally unexpected, totally unscripted, totally unanticipated, especially after the rather frosty beginning, <laughs> the rather frigid uh, beginning of our uh, meet. Yeah. Well, your meat's supposed to be frigid before you know, hanging in right. the meat locker. It was a little on the cold side. There were a few F-bombs thrown around. Well, i got to play that. That's my favorite bit. Did you put that in here, Hope? F-bomb. It's not in there? Is oh. It, you didn't bring it. Oh, no. I'm going back. This this, this is not a real, uh, this is only I'm like a make-believe Neil Rogers show here. You tell me what. They don't send the stuff here. Well, why not? Yeah, they do, but you have to go stand on uh, your head to get it. They don't send it. They don't send it, period? Period. Well, maybe they don't like you. They won't. Maybe they know that Toronto is uh, where it's ass, kicks ass. Oh, the weather there is really cold again the next couple of days. That's a good news for you. That's a good news for Josh, so we don't have to sit in there. Now, what does he do uh, during this time when I'm here? This. Josh Cordes. This. When I'm here. Oh, when he's got the uh, the web internet, uh, the, the other duties. Oh, the, the QM website? <laughs> oh, that thing. The uh, promotion stuff, his other duties. He just, what promotion stuff? He's like the promotions assistant, as he always has been. So he's got a few more hours doing the board here. Well, what happened to Doreen? I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. Phil and Crossbrink says, I have no a I have AOL, and I have no problem with the polls. Well, that means that nobody else in your uh, block is uh, got it. Right. See, or I, I guess or I is voting before she does. In other words, she might Phil be the Phil and Crossbrink's is she? He. Boy, Phil, don't, don't. He's a little confused, uh, Phil. He's under a lot of stress. Uh... Yeah, if somebody like within about a six-block radius of you votes on our pool, that's why we have a limited... Uh, I don't understand why, though. And I do understand because AOL sucks and because they don't have enough uh, bandwidth or whatever. They funnel various clients through the same trunk, as it were. Trunk. I'm sure there's a technical term I said I'd like to take the AOL people and put them in a big trunk with Luca Brazzi because they suck. AOL sucks, make no mistake about AOL's it. AOL's for your grandma. Right. AOL is for like old fuddy-duddy people. Nobody uh, with any kind of a brain uses AOL. I have a couple of friends that use AOL, but yeah, they mean well. Even children laugh at it. Right. <laughs> That's right. Little kids, little five-year-old kids with their first PC in between looking at them porno sites, they say, oh, you're on AOL? <laughs> they giggle. They giggle a lot. That's because they're looking at the porno sites. What's your take on the Neil and Moe reunion? i got six choices, okay? Wow. I'm shocked but pleased. I'm shocked but dismayed. I don't give a schmidt. Oh, I don't. I don't want. The, well, he, Eric knows. I, I wrote that for my own benefit. We don't need the M in Schmidt. It's great for QAM. Greg Reed should have done this long ago. Or who's Mo? <laughs> what? I think I covered all the bases. That's there, it. I'd like to cover all the bases from A to Z. <laughs> Do they say that in Canada? Yes. Yeah, they say. I got to tell you a very funny story about that. <laughs> about that. I'm on the phone with, um, what the hell airline was it? Maybe it was Air Canada. I'm, I'm doing one of those uh, frequent flyer deals, you know. And they wanted the number. And the last letter, it was like uh, something, something, A-Z. Oh, and you said Z? And I said Z. Then they faxed me the confirmation of it, and it's like they put A, B or something, D, anything but Z. Right. Something that rhymed with Z. And when I called back to correct it, because I wanted to make sure that I got credit for the frequent flyer miles, they said, oh, you mean it's uh, 6AZ. I said, oh, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, Z. Yeah, Z. That's what <laughs> they say. It's I a good thing, man. It connects where like yeah. under that British thumb for so long, under their thumb. So they say Z. That's cute. 
Then I'm on the line with uh, Northwest or something, KLM, and uh, Northwest, of course, is uh, in the U.S. And I said, uh, Zed, and they ah, what? <laughs> what? What you just said? <laughs> I said, Zed. And they were seeing red. They weren't too happy about it. Anyway, that's going to be the poll at noon. Now that we got well over 500 votes on this, I think we got the definitive answer on this uh, Danny poll. This town is smoking about it. 500 and how many? About 30, man. 530 votes, George, in an hour and a half. Staggering. It is amazing. That's more votes than George gets on his polls in a month. 530 votes. What's your take on the Dan Marino uh, hiring? I, for a minute, I thought it said hanging. He's hung. It's a PR stunt to pacify doll fans. 168, 31.6%. Wayne's going to come to your house and beat you up if you don't change your mind. Will you change your mind? No. Oh. Danny's a winner. I like it. 27.1. See, I don't even know what that means. I heard people calling in and saying that. Danny's a winner. Well, he's not playing, though, see? And what he was? He was a winner. Okay. Not a Super Bowl winner, but oh. a winner. Well, he don't have that ring. And that's what Wayne says now. That was What a trite line that was. Well, I'd like to see him uh, maybe get a Super Bowl ring this way, like through the back door. Yeah. Maybe he could order one. I think when he said through the back door, I meant... Wrecked him. Uh, uh, I couldn't uh, give a Schmidt less. I'll change it again. 116. Couldn't give a Schmidt less. It won't change a thing, 84. 15% say it won't change a thing and it won't get you the ring. And I smell Super Bowl 23. So let's see, positive 31.5% and uh, negatory or don't give a crap uh, the rest out of 545 votes. Wow. Heavy, heavy, heavy <coughs> duty. You could smell it. Now, you know line one's going to be a dial tone. Because that thing just cuts off. Let's try. WQAM. Hey, Neil. Told you. Yeah, the Danny, the Danny thing. Yeah. The only ring, the only finger he's going to need is his middle finger. Because when he starts screwing up and the Dolphins are losing, the fans are going to hate him like mm -hmm. everything else. Yeah, they're going to turn on him like they do here. Yeah. Went to Pompano the other night. Yeah. Was at a card game, card room there, a bunch of degenerate gamblers. Mm hmm. Uh, what the feel. All right, man. I'm out. <laughs> this guy didn't sound nearly enough to old enough to be in that poker room with all those Ooh. old cockers in there, but nevertheless. Maybe he's in training. 5670560. Oh, Brad Kramer is God, by the way. The only problem is he's in Northville. I did cash a ticket on Brad last night on the simulcast. Did I cash any tickets at Pompano Park? No. I don't I don't know. Maybe not really. Pretty kind of uh, pretty tough. Pretty tough to catch. Is it Brucey this race? Is it Wally? Is it Kevin? Is it Joe? Is it Kevin or is it Brucey? Is it Wally? Brucey and Wally? Danny and Jimmy? Yeah, it, I don't know. I don't know whose turn it is. This. I mean, WQAM, hello. Neil, how you doing today? Pretty good. Perfect. Uh, I have AOL, but I don't use it when I go on the Internet. I use the Internet Explorer. Right. And I get WQAM perfect. You bet. In fact, it sounds a lot better on the Internet than it does in that crackly on AM uh, radio. So, uh, hey, I also want to tell you, I was, I'm Frank, I was one who was in the Air Force based in the Netherlands, and when I was there, like, 12 years ago, uh, Schiphol Airport had tons of security. I mean, guys with machine guns and stuff. Not anymore. Not anymore. I don't know. I haven't been there in 12 years, so yeah. I'm just wondering what's happened to the place. It's a beautiful airport. Well, and you could, you could probably have your own machine gun and walk right through there now. They wouldn't even look at you. Oh, Really? I, mean, before I was in the airport, and they, like, escorted me off the plane to my uh, my designated driver from the base. Yeah. Now, I mean, I'm just, when you tell me all this stuff, I'm like, wow, this is a mild surprise. Pretty big turnaround, man. A little disappointing. Oh, well, 
I'm going to get on there. I'm going to get on their ass next I, time I go through I, there again. I want to tell you, I'm having a wonderful time. I'm doing an errand for my manager. I'm listening to you. I'm cracking up. Thank you so much. You're you're making my day. I'm a breath Have of fresh air. Thanks a lot, Pally. I'll still believe. Donkey Bell. Totsins. What are you laughing about? That's my five, six words in the Dutch. What a horrible language. I mean, you know, it's just, it's so sad. If they would put me in charge of Amsterdam, boy, that would be a great place. Yeah. No, I'm serious. I'd get all that scum off the streets. That would be the first thing I would do. I'd get all that Rasta trash off the streets. Okay. Yeah, you, you've never seen nothing like it. No. Anywhere. You'd say, holy crap. Even a druggie like you would just be offended by it. I've been to Liberty City. No. Overtown? No. No? No. The Grove? In fact, the red light, parts of the red light district in Amsterdam make Overtown look like Las Vegas. Wow. Look like the French Riviera. Oh, I've never been there. But, but I'm just, well, you've got an idea. Well, you said French, right? I said... <laughs> Five six seven oh five sixty. Let's get these Danny Boy comments in there. Wayne is listening right now. He's monitoring your conversations, and he's got Chris Moran on there to censor. I'll, <laughs> I'll never forget during that uh, Brian Murray stuff going on. Remember those days? Oh yeah. And uh, there was Chris Moran on the Brian Murray show, eight o'clock in the morning, sitting there screening the calls, censoring out the calls from the Panther fans. That was one of the lowest points in the history of QAM. Pathetic. WQAM. Hello. Speaking. Hey, Neil, I was wondering what your take was on the uh, Danny and Dave, Dave and Danny, Dave and Dan, Dan, Davy, Dave. I already took one this morning. I had a big. I took one, and it was great. Well, no, I had to get it out of my system. I think it was part of the part of the cathartic, cathartic effect of my uh, encounter with Mo this morning in the parking lot of our uh, reunion. I wanted to get all the bad <laughs> vibes, evil spirits, all the evil spirits out of my uh, body and my. Rectum. And I think I succeeded. There was somebody sitting very surreptitiously and quietly next to me in the big handicapped uh, zone. There. Yeah, you don't shout out. No, hang on this well, well, no, because they were they were motionless. In other words, when I, usually you hear somebody rustling a newspaper, or like yeah. maybe uh, <laughs> cutting a little cheese. That's or... what it's really good to take, like take the flats of your hand and bang real hard on the wall there on the side. No, actually, when I when I got done, I did get up and, and intentionally uh, hit my elbow against the side, but I got no mm. response. I saw uh, black shoes. In fact, I could probably identify who was crapping next to me there by the shoes. But it right. couldn't possibly have been anybody friendly. I, I was going to say so friend. I was going to say friend or foe. Now, in the past, I would have just said friend or mo, but <laughs> no, seriously, I you see, you don't believe me. You don't believe me. I, I give him credit, and I said it to him right to his face, because I'm one of those people, I'll say right to your face anything, unless I thought you were going to beat the crap out of me, and he can't do it. But uh, I, I said to him, I said, I give you credit for initiating the conversation, and I mean that. Yeah, you're a mensch. Uh, I wouldn't have done it. Well, I mean, I, I tried to do it before, but that was a Gregory thing. Hey, Greg, you're an idiot, man, and everybody voted on that, and they agreed. Lie. Local, we're Sports Radio 560, QAM, QAM. Don Jeweler, and I sound like Bob Hope on acid. And I want to tell you, it's the 12 to 1 hour, or whatever it is. Slap him again and wake the old man up. 96. Down to the strip joint, fat man go. Right. Hand job. 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 H
1203 at 560 WQM. Here's the final total on our first poll this morning. And you can continue talking about it. Uh, we'd like to hear your take. Hey, we've had great calls today. I mean, none of them really were talking about the real thing, but that's okay. 582 votes. What's your take on the Dan Marino hiring by the Dolphins organization? It's a PR stunt to pacify Dolphins, 184, 31.6%. And, of course, anybody knows, including Wayne, that there were many, especially season ticket holders, becoming really disenchanted after back-to-back side-by-each-years of missing the playoffs and after knowing that Dave Wanstead is totally incompetent. He must have naked pictures of Wayne with a billy goat. Uh, Danny's a winner. I like it. 161. Are you trying to say it's cold in here? No, in here. Oh. It's a little chilly in here, too, and I didn't, I didn't uh, dick with that. It happens. Or the thermostat, either. Uh, Danny's a winner. I like it. 161. I couldn't give a Schmidt less. 121. Almost 21% of this crowd said, who cares? It won't change a thing. 93. 16%. And I smell Super Bowl 23. Wasn't that, uh, Troy Stratford's number? You're asking me? On the Dolphins, 23, I believe so. Hey, hey. Troy, time to suit it up again, baby. I think uh, Danny will sign him up. Sign him up and suit him up. Huh? You know they have the seniors golf league, don't they? I mean, he he kind of like counterbalances the Ricky Williams hairdo with his do, huh? Right. So it's time to do, 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 baby. 582 do votes on the poll. Pretty 582 votes in an hour and a half. Incredible. That should be the headline in the Herald tomorrow. And by the way, speaking of the headline in newspapers, what do you think's on the front page of the Herald today? I don't know. Danny and... <laughs> Look at that. I'm back home again. Mm. There's Danny. Look at the front of the sports section. There's Danny, and there's the Rick Scortino, and there's Wayne. And what do you think's on the front of the uh, Sun Sentinel? I don't know, Danny. Uh, He's back! And it ain't Johnny either. Look at that. There's Danny with his arms folded and a very serious look. See, he's not messing around. He's got the serious look on his pussy. I don't think that print is large enough there on the headline. Oh, it's like, you would have thought WW3 just broke out. Or you would have thought that we're all going to get $10 million in cash as a gift from Wayne or something like that. But no. Big headline, just to make sure I know I'm back in South Florida. Okay, the new poll is up. What's your take on the Neil and Moe reunion that occurred this morning in the parking lot? Fifteen votes. Who's Moe? Five. I don't give a Schmidt four. I'm shocked but dismayed three. Greg Reed should have done this a long time ago, two. I'm shocked but pleased one. It's great for QAM none. It's just the preliminaries. Now, guess who ought to hook up and uh, have a long chat with our close friend, Screw Ann? Howard Dean. You want to know why? Okay, why? Because he says he's tired of being the pincushion. Well, if anybody we know is a human pincushion, it's that bitch in sales. Isn't that what they call her? Human pincushion? Oh, that's one of the things. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Howard Dean, frontrunner in the pack of nine Democratic presidential candidates, has lashed out at his opponents, reminding Iowa voters ahead of next Monday's... Can you believe it's next Monday already? Good. The Iowa... Let's get it over with already. Uh, that he opposed the war in Iraq a year ago and labeled himself the only candidate willing to stand up to President Bush. Remember who stood up to George Bush first, he said. It wasn't anybody from the city of Washington, D.C., he said, referring to fellow candidates John Edward, John Kerry, and Dick Gebhardt. At a stop Monday in Mount Pleasant, Iowa, Dean pressed his attack, saying he was going on the offensive against his Democratic rivals. He said, I'm tired of being the pincushion here. He started getting stuck. Although, see, this is what I was talking about yesterday. It goes to show you how bad his advisors are. Regarding pointed comments during a debate the night before by the Reverend Al Sharpton, who criticized Dean for not having had an American, uh, African-American or Latino in his cabinet as Vermont governor, Dean said he wasn't prepared for it. 
That's not good. No, but maybe it's honest. But I'm, uh, maybe honest, but but a weak. It's uh, it shows weak organization, weak preparation. If he's going to be the candidate in debating against Bush, you can't say, well, I just wasn't ready for that question. In a black and brown debate. That yeah. was almost entirely, not entirely, but mostly dedicated to questions concerning minorities, immigration, all of these things. How could you not be prepared for that? How could you not know that somebody, especially when the candidates are allowed to ask each other questions and are mostly pointing at him because he's the front runner and they're going after his ass, how could you not be prepared for that? You'd have to have like a bunch of morons advising you, which is why I think he's slipping a little bit. I think you're right. Bad advice. Anyway, he says he's rejuvenated, ready to fight, saying that when people attack him, that rejuvenates me in a big hurry. He said, I sure hope so for your sake, Howard. Rejuvenated. Now, Paul O'Neill says... Is that that traitor, liar? Uh, what, what That's the guy. Former Treasury Secretary Paul O'Neill, under fire for criticizing President Bush's leadership, denied today he has taken secret documents from the Treasury. On Monday, only hours after O'Neill criticized the president on CBS television, the Treasury Department said its inspector general was investigating how a document marked secret was shown during the interview. Speaking on the Today Show on NBC, the ex-Treasury Secretary said today that the documents were given to him by the Treasury's chief legal officer after he requested them to help former Wall Street Journal reporter Ron Suskind write a book on O'Neill's time in the cabinet, which is out today, by the way. What's the name of that book? Why can't I remember the name of that book? I don't know. I'll find it. And all these articles, they just talk about that book. Anyway, Ron Suskind, I can't imagine he's got too many new books coming out. I said to him, the general counsel, I'd like to have the documents that are okay for me to have. About three weeks later, the general counsel, the chief legal officer, sent me a couple of CDs, which I frankly never opened. He was, uh, ba 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 ba. I don't honestly think there's anything that is classified in those 19,000 sheets, said O'Neill, adding only that the cover sheet shown on TV bore the word secret. Not classified. But it just says secret on the cover, make it look sexy. We didn't even see what any of it said. Right. So just the fact, you could you could take any sheet of paper with a big rubber stamp and put secret on it. Well, we're going to investigate that, you know, and again, try to turn the tables because he brought the president out of the closet. And the best part of it is the media doesn't care, and the public certainly doesn't care because they got bigger fish to fry. Not just on printed material either, you know. Like audio recordings can be stamped. Secret, like this show. Right. Like the secret show. Oh, it's secret. Don't let it out. Now, where's all the response on Danny and Davey here? Come on. I mean, this is your uh, Dolphin the Station. Price of Loyalty. Who's that? Who? Eric? What's wrong with your... Uh... Be... What's wrong with the microphone that it won't go on when I press on? <laughs> Do I have to Thanks, Eric. That? The Price of Loyalty is the book by Ron Suscott. It's out today. I'd go out and get it. I'd grab it. I'm going to go out and get me one. And a book, too. 5670560. Oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. WQAM. Yeah, can I speak to Neil? Speaking. Neil. Yes. I just wanted to follow up with you. Uh, there was something that you brought up last week, and I was just, uh, I wanted to make sure that you were able to take care of it. Um, Fred Berry, he played rerun. Right, we got we got that. Oh, you did? About 400 times, but that's okay. All right, thanks, Neil. Have Thank a good you. Day. Fred Berry played rerun. Really? That's on that awful oh, show. What was the name of that show? What's happening? What's happening? And don't, now don't get that show confused with the other show that was called. <laughs> with that one, not exactly the same. Close, it was a relative, but not the same. 53 quick votes here on this poll, on our second poll. Let's hop on this, okay? We'll get to the uh, Jimmy and Danny and Dave and uh, douchebag stuff. Let's bring back Jimmy Johnson, oh! Troy Stratford, oh! uh, David Woodley. He ain't feeling too good. Oh! Uh, who else? Mercury Moore is my favorite. 
Murky Morris, he can bring us the good stuff. Mm -hmm. Huh? He can get that team. Uh, he can handle the chalk lines before the game. Let's bring back Larry Zonka. Oh! Jim Kick. Oh! Paul Warfield. Oh, of course. Paul Warfield's one of the people who uh, interviewed for the uh, GM job. They probably all wanted some serious money, and then Wayne says, well, we decided that we had the best guy inside. It's just like with the Panther organization lying to you about, oh, well, we're interviewing Larry Robinson, and they never had any intention to go out and get a real coach because it would have cost them money. So Rick, who put the dud in Dudley, he'll be the coach till the end of the season. You can bet Denise Potvin's life on it that Rick, who put the dud in Dudley, will be the coach till the end of the season, come hell or high water. And did I mention yesterday? I think I did. I got about 7,000 free tickets for the Montreal game for work. Yes, you did. <laughs> oh. By the way, where's our friend? The unreasonable one. Well, what does that mean? Uh, it means I better call. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a great emergency hurry, but he better show his ass real soon. Or, oh, I'm going to tell everybody who his daddy is. Off the air, of course. What's your take on the Neil and Mo reunion? It was a major event here in the QM parking lot this morning. I noticed Greg wasn't around to see it. Everybody else in the building saw it. Even the Power 96 people were talking about it. Are you ready for that? Oh, I know. Are you ready for that? Sure. That is shocking. It was momentous. Kid Curry probably went back there. He's got a big mouth, almost as big as Anna Squeeze ass. In fact, the two of them had, well, 61 votes. I don't give a Schmidt 20. I'm shocked and dismayed, shocked but dismayed, 16, they're dismayed. Who's Mo? 11. Greg Reed should have done this a long time ago, 7, that was my vote. This could have been taken care of a lot, and I volunteered to do it. Mo agreed to do it, but no, not Greg. He's got too many, he's too important for that stuff, you know. He can't change his schedule, he can't accommodate this. You don't have a choice, mister. I mean, are you running an insane asylum or a goddamn radio station, Greg? Anyway, 22 don't give a schmidt, shocked but dismayed, 18. Who's Mo? 13. Greg Reed, uh, 9. Shocked and pleased, 8. And it's great for QAM2, say 72. Thursday. So it's, it's, huh? Thursday. Thursday what? That other thing. Ah! He's probably taking care of one of our friends. Nursing him back to health. 1213 at 560 WQM. If you're in a really dead end job, man, if you're underpaid, if you're not making squat, New Year's resolutions don't just happen automatically by remote control. Gotta put your plans into action. So call our friends at Fast Train today, tool-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Mention Todd Dreck. Probably hear a dial tone real quick right after you say that. Classes are underway right now, so if you're a committed and dedicated, Fast Train can help you in becoming a certified computer professional in just four, count them, four short months. That's right, get you a new high-paying computer career in just four short months. The demand for certified computer professionals right now is at an all-time high. And to make it real easy for you... Fast Train offers you convenient day, evening, weekend classes, job placement assistance, financial aid for people who qualify too. And because they have locations all over town, there is bound to be a Fast Train location close and nearby you. So check them out on the web first at FastTrain.com and then make that call. Don't miss the train of opportunity this year. Get yourself a real career with four months of great training and start with a big fat paycheck damn soon. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. Uh, Jimmy and Danny. Uh, Jimmy and Danny. Danny and Jimmy. Danny and Jimmy. Danny and Jimmy. Jimmy and Danny. 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 Jimmy and Danny.
Miramar, hello. Uh, yeah, can you hear me okay? I got a question about uh, uh, Jimmy and Danny situation. Uh, yeah, uh, Jimmy and Danny. Jimmy and Danny. Jimmy and Jimmy and Jimmy and Danny and Jimmy and Danny and Jimmy and Danny Jimmy and Danny and 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 Jimmy and so, Cindy, you requested that again, even though we played it at the beginning of the show. Why the hell not play it again and again and again? Yeah. Right. Can never play it too often because for weeks and weeks to come, how many weeks? About 30, man. That's all you're going to hear on QAM the other 20 hours of the day is uh, Jimmy and Danny and Dave and uh, Wayne and uh, Rick Scortino and this one and that one, etc. That's all you're going to be hearing. So tune in. It's going to be really <laughs> ponderous. And look at our phone. See, it just came, it came to an end because we're not doing a sports nerd show. Well, we could. What? No, we're not. We don't want to do no sports nerd show. But we'll listen. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Hundred nine votes already on this poll. Boy, they're they're energized today, man. What did I tell you? It's lucky thirteen today, Tuesday the thirteenth. Danny Marino's thirteen. Right. Right. Michael Jackson says thirteen's a little too old. That's the big number today. What's your take on the Neil and Moe reunion? I don't give a Schmidt, 32. All right. I'm shocked but dismayed, 26. How come I'm not surprised by that? See, mm -hmm. they like the hate. Sure. I told him that. I said, well, he, in fact, he was telling me about letters, death threats, and stuff. I said, welcome to Miami, Howard. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to, to our Miami. world. Welcome, yeah, welcome to the city of hate. I was telling him about the Muriel Boatlift days at W. Snooze and the big legal yellow pads filled with death threats. Welcome to South Florida, man, where everybody hates each other. Yeah. So they're not too happy about it. Who's Mo, 24? I'm shocked, but please, 12. Greg Reed should have done this a long time ago, 11. I bet you that, I bet you Clarence and, uh, and Muff voted both for that. Well, probably not, because they can probably, Bob Vermouth would trace their vote on their right. computer. I guarantee you, he's got his worm in all the computers in this building. He's sure. stuck his worm in it. And it's great for QAM, only four people said that. Well, maybe, I should have put another one, it's bad for QAM. Now, let's put another one on there, uh, Eric. Can we do that? Don't you think that's a good idea? Sure. It's bad for QAM. Right. They love the hate. Because uh, it's a great controversy. I mean, we'll still have a plenty of uh, new Mov uh, bits. Starting well, today? Absolutely. Starting today? Oh, that's right. When little Boker Brian shows up, he can turn around and go home. And Well, no, I mean, I don't have no uh, nothing for him today. You got him to check back with you? So he, uh, <laughs> yeah, he can either come in, but I'll be here next Tuesday. Right. You think I'm going to turn around and run back in that cold weather? It's going to be nasty. As soon as I see, like, minus a whole bunch in front of the weather, I'm not uh, anxious for that no more. No, it's, I hate that. Especially after last Friday. And when we were talking minus Celsius, I mean, we're, uh, you know, like minus 20. Martian cold. Not good. Colder than on Mars. Yeah. Although they do have a lot of good Mars bars in Toronto. I'll tell you one thing in Canada, man. You can say whatever you want. they got great ice cream and candy. Ice cream and candy. And I ham. They do? Well, that back bacon and Canadian ham and baby back ribs. Hey, have you got your Ron Popeil uh, Potsky machine yet? The rotisserie, no. The rotisserie. I want the they got fisherman. the new one now. Now, forget about that. They got the new Ron Popeil, the bigger one. 
for all the people. And the new infomercial is about, guess what? People on the Atkins. Oh. Ooh. And they're sure they're, they're making the sausages and those baby back ribs and the and the no, roasts and the pork chops and all that other stuff. Atkins. Isn't it amazing that we... And you're right about the marketing. Once he yeah. croaked, man, those other people that took over the Atkins operation... Oh, the caller that said that. They are. We well, he it. was right. They are everywhere. They're just all over the place. Subway. Sure. Cashing in. Yeah. I wouldn't even be surprised if Mom has an Atkins lunch for me today. She better have. She better have or I'm going to throw out her bag. WQAM. WQAM, hello. Howard and Neil. Neil and Howard. Howard and Neil. Neil and... <laughs> Excellent. I like it. You like it? Absolutely. All right. 5670560, oh, <laughs> pound 560 on the AT&T <laughs> and Verizon Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Tom Black. WQAM. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's Neil. Yep. Hey, how you doing? You know what? I went to Subway today to have that damn Atkins wrap yeah. that you're talking about so much. And uh -huh. then when I, We're dancing when I read, the Atkins wrap now. Yeah, but I read the fine print, and it said that it, that it's not it doesn't work if you use it on the induction diet. So it really, you know, I just started a week ago, and they screwed me up. How do you like that? Yeah, it's got sons too many. It's got too many carbs. Yeah, sons of bitches. Yeah, bastards. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Neil. Okay, don't go. Don't do it again. No food in here, baby. I had my uh, Enterex diabetic drink this morning. Right. I had a bag of pork rinds. And you had a bag of pork rinds. No, I could, no carbs. You can have the pork rinds on the Atkins, but right. they they just tear your mouth up. And the number two, they have no taste. They're delicious, but no taste. These taste like the plastic bag that they came in. Right, exactly. <laughs> in fact, uh, when you're finished with those, if you're still hungry. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, I want to talk to Uncle Neil about... Uh... He keeps saying Rick's Quarantino. Yeah. And I don't know if he knows. Do you know who Rick's Quarantino is? Yes, Jockey. Yeah, I grew up with him. That's why when he, I heard you say it twice, uh, him and his brother Jerry, it was just really weird. He really took me down memory lane. Remember the great year that Jerry had a caller, a great year or two, and then he had a little bit of a problem, but uh, he was good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, actually, it was Ricky that was the, the jockey. His brother That's what Jerry I said. was That's a what I said Rick, Rick, Rick. Rick. Right. Yeah, I was just, it just, I was listening to you, kind of born and raised down here. So, I mean, I remember when you used to do a live broadcast from Peaches. Right. So. Well, see, that's uh, why, that's why I'm saying it, because most of these people, it's like a little joke among us, because most of these people don't know who Rick's 14 is, so. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Have a great, great day, day, pal. Neil. See ya. Yeah, I met Rick Scortino. Bill Calder, who, of course, was a great thoroughbred racing fan. Bill, when I used to work 8 to midnight at INZ and he used to do overnights, he had uh, Rick as a guest on the show one night, so I got a chance to meet him. I think I think it was after he met me that he developed a little, <laughs> little bit of a problem. Well, actually, what it is is a lot of those guys they start making a lot of money. Yeah, I know. All kinds of athletes they start making a lot of money. And they, some sure. people it goes to their head, and some people it just goes to <laughs> the front of their head. Money, a lot of money to blow. Oh. Twenty-four past noon at five sixty WQM. What's your take on the Neil and Mo reunion, which happened this morning in the QM parking lot, most unexpectedly, unanticipatedly? Started out with a little F-bomb here and F-bomb there. I can't believe you don't have that. This place blows. 143 votes in 24 minutes. What's going on today? Huh? You almost get the feeling we might have somebody listening, a few are listening out there. About 30, man. Maybe. Friday, that book is coming out, man. It's going to be really ugly. It's going to be so bad. And you know something? It didn't have to be that way either. If Greg weren't such a such a 
an emotional cripple. I think that's a, the kindest way I can describe our general manager. He's an emotional cripple. He cannot deal with things head on. He can't look you in the face, have a man-to-man, earth-to-earth conversation. He can have a man-to-woman conversation. <laughs> that's another story. 149 votes. What's your take on the Neil Morion? I don't give a Schmidt 48. Well, to you, how do you like that? I care. Makes everybody's life a little bit, a lot more pleasant. In fact, I think it's going to make a lot, not just me and Mo, it's going to make, it's the beginning, you see what I'm saying? Right. It's a brave new world. Right. That's correct. It's just like when they took that wall down in Berlin. Oh, the Berlin Wall. I'm not talking about the Israelis. They keep building it up. I'm talking about in Berlin. Right. When they took down the Great Wall of China. Same thing. Uh, I don't give a shit at 48. I'm shocked, but dismayed, 38. Who's Mo, 28. I'm shocked, but pleased, 15. Well, thank God for that. Greg Reed should have done this a long time ago, 14. That's the correct answer. It's great for QAM5. It's bad for QAM1. You know who voted for that? I give up. Beast. That's out of the first 149 votes. Yeah, the Beast is an asshole, man. I, I told Mo right, right during that conversation, I said, you know, you're right about that. And you're defending him. Is he one of your customers? Yeah, right. No, no, seriously. Why, why do you defend him? Because I'm a nice guy. Oh, I feel sorry but for now, him. Oh, now you're getting like him. It's like the thing with Dave Van Boring. Hey, too many wimpy, uh, wishy-washy people here. It's it's no good. Look, look it's at not, him. It's not entertaining. Look at him. You look at him. I, I'm ready how for lunch a little later. Look what he, all the strikes He's, against him. The word, you know what the word is for him? Pathetic. See, exactly. Right. He, what did I say to you before? He elicits sympathy. Like a limping dog. You look at him and you think like, oh, gee, uh, we can't blow him out of here because he's so fat and so useless and so gross and so... Balding. Has yeah. no hair on his what legs. What do you mean, balding? Balded. Balding? <laughs> Bald. Man. Dead. Clarence said the only place you could find a hair in his Short, body is deep inside his rectum. Hairless Clarence legs. said he's been examining with a flashlight. Free colonoscopy. So, yeah, he's got all that money. You know what? He still can't get laid. Right. Well, if you look like that, would you expect to get laid? He he couldn't even get laid with a freaking blow-up doll. That's right. A Dan Marino blow-up doll? The thing would deflate, automatic. Deflate, just psh, all the air would come right out of it. That's pretty deflating. Well, there you go. If you were a blow-up doll, would you let him hop on your bones? No chance. Think about it. Fly out the window. No, he's, uh, he's just, he need. and I'll tell you right there, his boyfriend in there is the one who needs to straighten his ass out. He, I'm serious. He's the only one who can straighten it out. <laughs> That's right. I know. What a thought, huh? What a thought. Well, when he was looking with that flashlight, I guess he found something there. Not much, like a little nub. Anyway. It's a man giant. 1227 at 560. I don't think so. Hey, speaking of bald spot, wow. That's getting a little more than carried away with the bald spot. If you got no hair, here's the answer for it. Or if you got like that big, even Tom Brady, I mention this a lot because Tom Brady looks pretty damn good. Anybody would agree with that. But he's developing that male pattern baldness. Even good looking guys start getting that hair loss and they say, oh gee, I'm looking like 10, 15 years older. I'm not as desirable and hot as I used to be, even if they were only really lukewarm. The answer is Chuck Alfieri's natural hairline system. You can waste thousands of dollars on the most expensive uh, implants and transplants and holes in the head. And then, of course, you can pop those dangerous pills, which might not grow any hair back, but they might kill you. Or you can get Charlie's natural hairline system like the smart people are doing. You can either look like Dennis Kucinich or a mensch. That's Dennis's problem. If we could have come up with Charles Alfieri before too long, we could get him elected. See what I'm saying? Yep. Even we got Bob Eisenberg looking almost human before he wised up and got out of here. 
Call today, mention Neil Rogers, which means an extra 200 bucks off the already low price, and you get Charles Alfieri's natural hairline system with no obligation. You have nothing to lose but the shiny bald spot because everybody gets Charlie's 30-day, how many days? About 30, man. Guarantee. After a month, if you don't love the way it looks and feels and smells, if you're not getting ahead 15, 20, 40 times a day, you can bring it back and just say, hey, here's your hair back, give me my money, and no problem. I don't think you'll want to, though, because you'll look better and younger than you ever dreamed again. Call today for a free no-obligation consultation. Call the Charles Alfieri Studios toll-free at 1-800-321-2413. That's 1-800-321-2413, or log on to their flaming website at charlesalfieri.com. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560, UAQAM. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Now, from Random Thoughts Publishing, it's Ozzy Osbourne's new children's book on tape, Mother F***ing Goose. Kids will love all their favorites done as only Ozzy can deliver, like the classic Jack Spratt. Jack, Jack Spratt could eat no f***ing fat. His wife could eat no lean. And so be twixt them both, you see. They f***ing licked the platter clean. And the timeless favorite, three men in a tub. Rubber dub dub, three men in a tub. And who do you think they be? The butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. Jesus, what the f*** are these three men doing in a f***ing tub together? I'm surprised one of them wasn't a f***ing fudge packer, man. Over 100 nursery rhymes interpreted and read by the Prince of Fucking Darkness, Ozzy Osbourne. There was an old woman who lived in a shoe. What the fuck is she doing living in a shoe? This makes no sense at all. Sharon! Sharon! Mother Fucking Goose. The new children's book on tape. Only from Random Thoughts Publishing. Only from Ronco. I think you get a free copy with your uh, pocket fisherman. And your uh, rotisserie grill. 12.33 at 5.60 WQM. we got the Mad Dog at 2. The Humper at 4. Uh, Ira Winderman with Hank at 4, uh, 4 to 5. Uh, Orlando Alzaquiri, the big O, oh! at 7. He'll have plenty to say, most of which won't, won't make any sense about the uh, Danny boy. Eddie K at 10 and Joe and Mark overnight. Don't forget, join Joe Costello 7.30 to 9.30 tonight at the Sandbar Grill in the Grove, 7.30 to 9.30. Stop by to win T-shirts and tickets to watch the Panther Flyer game Thursday night from the Bud Party Zone at the uh, Mac Arena. You going? Where? To the Mac Arena. What are they giving away? Nothing. Uh, Bushmen's offense with Canada. Well, thank God for that. I guess it's uh, the coast is clear to go back. President Bush, seeking to mend relations with America's northern neighbors, said today that Canada will be eligible for a second round of U.S. financed reconstruction contracts in Iraq, eh? In a breakfast meeting with new Canadian Prime Minister Paul Martin, Mr. Bush said he told Martin of the shift in policy. Martin looked at him and said, boy, this guy really is an asshole. Martin understands the stakes in rebuilding free and peaceful Iraq, Mr. Bush said. He offered no details of what the contracts would be worth. In other words, all the good ones have already been he taken. He didn't tell so. how many loonies or toonies. They're getting sloppy seconds. Martin is eager to patch up the cross-border relationship after his predecessor, Jean Chrétien, abstained from the Iraq war, angering Mr. Bush, who, like a petulant child, of course, stopped eating that Canadian meat. <laughs> right. Canada and America have got special status by virtue of the fact of significant interchange on an hourly basis between our two countries, Mr. Bush said. It's special because we share a long border. In other words, what he's trying to say is he can almost find Canada on the map. Oh, yeah, he knows it's, it's, it's up there somewhere, ain't it? Oh, Up somewhere by Alaska in the North Pole. That's Canada. Nice going, W. 
Let's see. What's his? Oh, writer actor Spalding Gray missing. You know who that is? Yeah. You do? Sure. He's missing. Missing what? Is he uh, two teeth? Is he related to Alan Spalding? I don't know. From Guiding Light. Maybe he's kin to Rebecca on Passions. That bitch. Police say writer and actor Spalding Gray has been reported. Boy, poor uh, poor Sheridan, man. First she was down in that pit for weeks and weeks and months. Nobody ever told us did she Schmidt in the pit? Other either that or she's got tremendous self control. She was in a pit. Yeah, you got a Schmidt. And now she's in the uh, rubber room. Maybe that's why we haven't seen Greg. Maybe he's in there with uh, Sheridan, trying to nurse her back to health. Police say writer and actor Spalding Gray has been reported missing. Sergeant Michael Wysokowski, a spokesman for the NYPD, says an investigation has begun. Police are searching for Gray. No further details have been made public. The search is ongoing in both New York City, where he's in an apartment on Long Island, where Gray 62 has lived with his family for the past few years in North Haven, New York. I have no idea where that is. Oh, in Long Island. The New York Times says authorities were notified about Gray's disappearance on Sunday. He's got a history of depression linked to injuries from a serious car accident in 2001, and according to the newspaper, he attempted suicide in 2002. Doesn't sound too good. Who is he? Oh, he's best known for his often witty onstage monologues talking about the peculiarities of life seen through the prism of his own and sometimes dark humor as in Grey's Anatomy, a 1994 memoir based on a search, his search for a cure for a rare eye disease, which he has. Gray is co-founder of the Worcester Group Experimental Theater Group in New York, Wrote and acted in the uh, 1987 autobiographical film Swimming to Cambodia. As a character actor, he has dozens of other screen and TV roles, including Kate and Leopold, The Paper, Beaches, and The Killing Fields. I remember that. His brother, Rockwell Gray, professor of English at Washington University in St. Louis, said he last saw Spalding around Christmas. I wouldn't say he was in a happy state, he said, but it wasn't unusual. He's been in a fairly depressed condition for some time. Maybe he's with Greg. Maybe that's why we haven't seen either one of them in quite a while. There's Bill Cabrian. He's not depressed any more than usual. Or maybe he saw Boca Brian and decided to commit suicide. All these depressed people. Yeah. Aren't you tired of it Screw already? Them. Yeah. Let's get this Danny line going again here. What's wrong with you people, man? This isn't one of those sports shows. The phones were smoking earlier. They were on fire in that first poll. They were just ballistic. Now, eh, old news. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. QAM. Hi Neil. Danny and Jimmy line. Yes. Um, female listener from Doral. All right. Um, you got on your poll about being dismayed about you and Mo making up. Yeah. I mean, dismayed, I'm fired up and pissed and upset about it. Oh. Well, How are we going to find out what color PC's wearing? Pissed off it gets me fired up when I hear someone say that. Right. Oh, I'll still tell you. Uh, what about his bag? I had to hold it for him for a while this morning. Oh, okay, that's more like I, here, I, I drew the line at emptying it out, but I did have to hold it for a little while. Well, he was sitting on that bench, you know. I wanted to slip off. What about his checkered pants? He had them on. Okay, that's and he also good. had a Dan Marino number 13 jersey on. Oh, right. And he had a growth of beard on his post. And I must say, a lovely piece. He had the best-looking piece he's ever had on. The, maybe that's why we bonded so well. That's it. That's what attracted you. Right. Maybe he had his truce piece. Okay, Neil. Last time I saw him, he had his puce piece, but today he had the truce piece. So it's over. You guys are in a lovey-dovey now. Yeah, what well, kind of? Oh, man. That's what? the worst news of 2004. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Love you, Neil. See ya. Bye. Sorry. Sorry to disappoint. Life, what? What are you looking at, schmuck? 195 votes. What's your take on the Neil and Mo reunion? I don't give a schmidt 63. Well, thank goodness. Shocked but dismayed like her, 45. Not happy. Who's Mo, 37? 
Gregory should have done this a long time ago, 20. Long ago, like November, a year ago November, a year, well, more than a year ago, we could have avoided all this murder and bloodshed, all this hostility, all of this stress. I'm shocked, but please, 17. It's bad for QAM 9. It's great for QAM only 5. See, they don't understand. Maybe on the air. They don't understand the question. I'm not going to, like, rephrase it. Okay, I'm not going to draw you a diaphragm. We're talking, like, internally. As far as on the air, as far as the ratings, too bad. If you're listening to this radio station because uh, Mo and I have hated each other and ripped each other and asked for the last uh, year and a half, uh, that, then you ought to find something else. You know, like uh, 850, what is it? Live 85. Live 85. All right. They were live at uh, 85. Big deal. They suck. Or how about the, and I thought ESPN radio was going on 790. Or somewhere. Not 790, at least not yet, because they yet. got a bunch of religious. They got paid programming on there. Heard some uh, Getschke on there last night coming back from the track. By the way, lost my ass at Pompano Park last night. We had an okay time. It was all right. With nothing great. Who can I bitch out? Who like? Hey, Bruce Ranger, man. Brucey, let's get with it, okay? Used to be Juicy Brucey. Now he's like Lucy Brucey. Not good. Not too good last night, Bruce. Who else? Who else stunk the joint out? Hey, Wally. Get a life, Wally. He won a race. That's enough. Kevin, Kevin Wallace, when you don't want him to win, there he is every over and over and over. Hey, Kevin, cut the crap. Aren't you excited about what's happening in Pompano Park? Brian huh? Sears, Brian Sears was down during the holidays, kicked oh, ass again, Brian. went back up to the Meadowlands. You better come back, Brian. We need you badly. We need you desperately. That's what I'm hearing. That's what Fat Rich said. He's looking pretty good, Fat Rich. I know good. a lot of people out there, he, he lost a little more weight. He looks a little healthier, got a little color back in his face. Good. Derek was uh, sick again. Choking and puking, sitting way at the end of the table. Uh, during the break, I'll tell you what he said about Gulf Street. Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Wow. If uh, Dave and uh, Danny, uh, Danny and uh, Dave, Dave and Danny, Dave and Danny. I'm from Boca. What are you doing in here? Whatever I want, you old son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, listen. Well, you just keep in mind one thing. What wrinkle, man? I'm farting. Ah, the stench of cow manure. It's hovering over his What do you got to add to my buffet? Let's take a call here from one of our three important callers. Hello? Yeah, oh, Reno. 
Why, of course, David. David. All right. All right is right. Wow, I'm exhausted. Give me a towel. 14 to 1 at 560 WQM. The Mad Dog will be along at 2. And, of course, we know he's got his head way up Danny's butt. Not as far as Joe Rose, but it's in there. And then we got the Humper at 4 and then a bunch of other stuff. 567, let's get those Danny calls on here. Let's get a whole bunch in before 2 o'clock. What do you say? Huh? WQAM. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, Neil, I just wanted to touch base with you on this uh Marino being hired. Yes. I, I just see it as really a PR move. And um, the Dolphin fans that say that they can smell the Super Bowl, that's only because next year I think Miami hosts the Super Bowl. <laughs> Is really, that it? I think so. I'm, I'm pretty sure of it. But you know, I wanted to ask you something. I, you know, I'm really outraged that you know now the Democrats have some real ammunition that that uh, an appointed uh, yeah. person by Bush, Paul O'Neill, was speaking out against them. Uh, last year you had uh, Christy Todd Whitman leaving her uh, cabinet position. Right. Uh, his uh, speaker, what's his name? I forget the guy's name. Uh, is his former speaker? Uh, Harry Fleischer. Yeah, Harry Fleischer. He leaves. I mean, next year, well, sometime this year, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, Colin Powell jumps ship. I mean, they've got so much ammunition, and nobody's speaking out other than mm -hmm. you know Kucinich, right? And, and occasionally Howard Dean will speak up, but that's it. The rest of them are just, you know, really they're, they're like. You know, my cattle being led to slaughter. They're just following this guy. They, they keep... You know, I'm, I'm hoping that next Monday Howard Dean loses in Iowa because then maybe he'll wake up and he'll say, you know, you guys, you advisors, you're really selling me out. You're giving me bad advice. I'm going to go back and be in the Howard Dean that I was in the beginning. I'm going to really kick some ass, and I'm not going to be, like, so cautious and, you know, and uh, afraid to step on eggshells. He's got to cut that crap out. That's I mean, not what got him there. You know, he, we spoke from the heart and from his mind. Right. That's when he he was doing his best. And now, mm -hmm. like you say, he, he's just following whatever, pollsters perhaps or... or who knows, but it's just not, he's not coming across the way he should. Yeah. Look at that. They got Richard Pearl on there on CNN again. They more all the propaganda all the time. I think today he's going to advocate that we invade Liechtenstein next week. It could be. I think we're going to be in there. You know, the other day I was watching Canadian Bacon, and uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, but it, 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 this is what this administration's about. They just have to come up with a new uh, enemy every week and... Um, you know, let's just concentrate on making them the bad people, and, and the rest of the, a lot of people. Country. Let's concentrate on the important things, man, like Danny and Dave. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> See ya. Have a good day. You too. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Speak now or hang on to it and squeeze it forever, man. Let's hear it. Let's hear your take. That's what this radio station is here for. We want your take. WQAM. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Female caller in Hollywood. All right. I got to end your polls. I have to tell you, I really don't give a shit about Dan Dave. And I have to confess, I was going to say I don't give a shit about you and Mo, but I don't know who Mo is. Good. Excellent. But You're way ahead of the one, game. I'm way ahead of the game. And I had one suggestion for you because I'm always interested in the polls that you do when mm -hmm. you when you poll people and say, if the election were tomorrow, who would you vote for? Yeah. And I thought maybe the next time you do that, sometime later this year, after the Democrats beat each other up, that you do a blind poll and you ask people who they would vote for if the election were tomorrow. Stevie Wonder or Ray them, Charles? Well, yeah, that and ask them if they're actually registered voters. Oh, but they'll lie. You think so? Oh, yeah, I know so. That's the big shame. So, some of the people that vote on our poll are like five years old, you know, or mentality anyway. Well, I have a feeling that you have a lot of Democrat listeners, but I'm just wondering if they're all registered to vote. Well, I see what you're saying. 
Oh, yeah, no, that, that's a good point. I see uh, the poll you're talking about. Okay, we'll do it. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Bye. Of course, like I've said many a time, it's one thing to encourage people to register, and then you think, well, there's some people out there, especially when you hear some of the people we have calling in, and sure. you think, ah, yeah. stay, you home. Know, stay home is right. So the next day we can do a poll where uh, we'll only ask women. Although this year I don't think we're going to be so choosy, okay? In other words, if you'll vote the way we like, we'll, uh, you know, to make up for last time. Oh, no, horse owner William T. Young dies at 85. I have no idea who that is. Do you know who that is? No. Why do we care care about that? I mean, this guy always faxes me good stuff from the Cleveland Plain Dealer in a plain brown uh, wrapper. But why do we care about that? Oh, here's one in the pink and one in the snake in a plain brown wrapper. Nice going, screw Ann. Speaking of the human pincushion. A woman who drove a car bearing the airbrushed image of a stripper to pick up her daughter at school could face up to three years in prison in Indianapolis. Erica Meredith, 25, of Indianapolis, was scheduled to appear today for an initial hearing on a felony charge of disseminating uh, matter harmful to minors. She was also charged with driving with a suspended license, a misdemeanor. The felony charge carries a penalty of six months to three years in prison and a $10,000 fine. Marion County prosecutors filed the charges yesterday. I would concede it is probably a First Amendment issue, but not all First Amendment cases mean that you can't restrict the peach, prosecutor Carl Britzi said. Protecting third and fourth graders from a centerfold on wheels is one of those valid restrictions. What's wrong with a centerfold on wheels? Well, that's right, probably titties on there. <gasps> America's really worried about titties, man. Look at John Ascroft. He was covering up titties. An officer noticed a three-by-foot image on the car's trunk Thursday afternoon after police stopped Meredith for driving with a broken taillight. She said she drove the 76 Buick to pick up her eight-year-old daughter at school about a block from her home. Meredith, who was released without bond shortly after arrest, told the Indianapolis Star the car is registered in her name but belongs to her boyfriend. Well, how do you like that? Justice will prevail, boys and girls, because it is America, the land of the used to be free. You'll be uh, dismayed to know that when they played the national anthem at Pompano Park last night at 20 to 7, that there were a bunch of old farts sitting right down by the window who did not stand up. Oh, they must have been Canadians. They must have been either French Canadians or just a bunch of deaf old farts. And if it would have been up to me, if I weren't so lazy, I'd have gone right, racing right on down there and said, Get up, you disrespectful, nasty old farts, you old ass. I would have. I'd have gone right down there and bitched them out. Freaking $2 show betters. Sitting there eating the two for $25 dinner special and probably sharing it with 18 of their closest friends from Cemetery Village. Shame on them. I guarantee you they were there last Monday for the free spaghetti dinner. Oh, make no mistake about it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. That Wolf Blitzkrieg man, he makes me sick to my stomach. He could easily be the Joseph Goebbels of uh, today's TV. You know, the Information Minister. Morning Register, which called in. I'm, I'm quoting now a cut above the rest. What word did you say? Oh, cut. Received the endorsement of Iowa's first lady. She's Christy Vilsack, and she's joining us now live from the. Oh, she's endorsing John much. Kerry. Everybody's endorsing somebody. Okay, like I said yesterday, Iowa, New Hampshire. What the hell does it mean? You know, it's like if let let's take the first uh, primary in Okeechobee, right? In Kissimmee, in Pahokee. Let's stick them all in the Pokey and Pahokee and have some of that good cherry pie. Don't ever go do to the Hokey home. Pokey. Do never with Wayne. We can do the Hokey Pokey with Wayne. What a phony bastard you are, Wayne. You're such a such a money-grabbing piece of crap. How anybody could have even a minute. And, you know, we got people on this station. They'll lie. They'll suck up, up to them, you know. But the fact of the matter is how anybody could have any respect for you. A guy that looks right in a mirror. I mean, right in a whatever. I'll have as much respect as he pays me to have. Yeah. Schmuck. Well, what, what does that mean? Like all the people that claim that they respect him, they've got something. Yeah, that's right. they got his name on a check. 
How's that new poll coming? What's your take on the Neil and Mo reunion, which we had this morning in the parking lot? If you tuned in late, you missed one of the great stories in the history of radio, history of this place, history of this community. Will it make the newspapers? No. No. To be on the front page. 249 votes. I don't give a Schmidt 80. I'm shocked but dismayed 54. Who's Mo 51? Greg Reed should have done this a long time ago, 27. I'm shocked but pleased, 19. Not too good. It's bad for QM12. It's great for QM6. Don't you love the fact that they all think they know something? (laughs) (laughs) They all know what's going on. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Blow yourself, bitch. WQAM, hello. Dave, what's up, my friend Neil? Yes, sir. Hey, Danny better make sure he knows what kind of coffee that uh, Wayne likes, because uh-huh. that's all he's going to be doing. Do you think so? He's going to be fetching coffee for the man. Expensive errand boy. I'm telling you, three creams, two sugars, and a shimmy and a shake on the side. Man. And a hokey pokey on the weekend. Later. All right. 5670560. We're getting the real calls here, unlike the sports nerd shows where they're getting all those deep analyzation because people really think this is something important, you know, like earth shaking. Can't you feel the earth move under your uh, meat? Something's moving. Yeah. I already had that. About 9.45. I forgot to do mine, and I'm suffering for it. Uh-oh. We ever find out who that was doing the uh, quick step there next no. to me? Dress shoes? Yeah, black. Yeah, see, I don't talk to the probably dress a shoes. Sale, probably a right. sales hole. Executive. Don't talk to me. WQAM. Caca. I, in fact, I thought it might have been uh, it might have been Duff because I heard the sound of a, a pneumatic drill. I thought he was trying to drill a glory hole through, so I ran out of there. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, my toilet is going to be endorsing uh, Kucinich because he flushes three times and uh, Carrie only flushes twice. All right. All right, Neil. Uh, first of all, uh, the previous We're talking bullet... Super Bowl. Oh, I know that was the bowl they were talking about. Yeah, no, no, no. We're, we're <laughs> talking it's... Tidy Bowl at the Dolphin, Dolphin team. team. This Dolphin team won't ever sniff that except uh, unless they pay admission. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but but uh, this, this is a PR move by the Dolphins 100%. I mean, how how sad is it that when they said they're looking for a GM, they said, well, after we decide who we like, we're going to go consult Dave and see what he thinks and see if he thinks we should hire him. That's like me. That's like my company hiring my boss, and then before they hire him, talking to me and say, hey, you like that guy? I yeah. Think we should hire him. Yeah. Right. What, what kind of action is that? Not fooling anybody, Wayne. Not anybody with a brain. Yeah. Uh, and, and uh, Neil, going back to the Republicans versus Democrats for this election, I saw a poll today that said 85% of Republicans are going to they're going to most likely going to vote for Bush, and it's just sad to see how those people are so lock, stock, and they yeah. stick together, and the Democrats just fall apart. Amen. And, and uh, it's just very disappointing. I'll see you at the Welland Canal, man. I'll be there. Bye. Thanks. Twelve fifty-six at five sixty. WQM. We got our fabulous world flaming one to two hour. No more of that Wednesday stuff, by the way. We're doing four full hours on Wednesday, and I lament that badly. <laughs> That's okay. We can handle it. I'm in train. Maybe uh, burn off a calorie or two. You never know. Now, which one of these is, uh, oh, the first one is the one I'm not going to play today. I'll listen to it first. Well, no, that wouldn't be good. You're doing like a mo-bashing bit. I mean, we're still going to play mo-bashing bits, but, I mean, let's give it a day, okay? Because I told him, I said, you know, keep in mind it's a radio show, and don't uh, we're not going to blow this thing. He said, don't worry, Geldy will do that tomorrow. Hey, I want to welcome a new sponsor of ours, Armstrong's Toyota Homestead. Locally owned and operated, these guys have been treating people right for a long time, for years. Located on US 120 minutes south of the 836, Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is worth the drive, and you can save thousands and thousands on brand new Toyotas right now. Check out these great lease prices at Armstrong. An 04 Tacoma two-wheel drive, regular cab, just 169 a month. An 04 Echo. 
just 179 a month. Or how about an 04 Celica GT, only 209 a month. With every car purchased at Armstrong's Toyota Homestead, you'll get a free Sun Pass. And don't forget, they were the first dealer in the area to offer you free tires and batteries for life. If you're looking for an SUV, Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead, they've got a gigantic, unbelievable assortment of RAV4s, Highlanders, 4Runners, Sequoias, Land Cruisers, too. General Manager David Rich, Fat Rich, and his staff will do whatever it takes to put you in a new Toyota today. Experience the Armstrong Toyota Homestead difference. They're committed to 100% customer satisfaction. Their service department is open weeknights till 8 p.m. They're open late to make sure your service work is done. Conveniently located at US 1 and 293rd Street in Homestead, just 20 minutes south of the 836. If you're tired of those mega dealers who overpromise and underdeliver, then call David Rich, the GM and Armstrong Toyota of Homestead at 305-242-3247. 242-3247. Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Drive a little and save a lot on that brand new Toyota. <laughs> Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's not just the 1-2 to hour, it's a phenomenon! A girl that I was going with Down in New Orleans walking side by side Earl was who he was with him But he was there for me that night but then her third was white, and I decided to pursue the guy. And I was staring down, he pulled the gun and then I got shot in the leg. Got shot in the leg. Got shot in the leg. Oh, I feel like it's all the odds were. I really hurt now. I was bleeding all over and swollen. The bomb and shot me down Was gotten beaten up by Lola Pick that It was no lady now But just the thing gave me a boner I can't confirm to now Especially since the night I got shot in the leg I got shot in the leg I got shot in the leg I got really yellow ball in the head 103 at 560 WQM. Happy Tuesday to you. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. What's your take on the Neil and Moe reunion? I don't give a Schmidt 90. I'm shocked but dismayed. 60. Who's Moe? 56. Greg Reed should have done this a long time ago. 29. I'm shocked but pleased. 21. It's bad for QM 13. It's great for QM 6 out of 274. WQM, Danny and Dave line. Yeah, um, is George in? Yes. Uh, is this George? Yeah. This is Pete. This is Neil, isn't it? I beg your pardon? Is this Neil or George? You want to speak to George? Yes, please. He's not taking any calls today. Oh, I see. All right, then in that case, I'd like to make a request. Yeah. Okay, there's a, there's a bit called, I think it's called Brucey. Big Brucey. Right. Um, I'd like to see if you can play that. I'll uh, dig it up. All right. And see you. George says hi, by the way. Oh, okay. (laughs) He didn't want to talk to me, but he's making a request. Well, that's okay. At least he was honest about it. He'd rather talk to you. Maybe he likes you. Maybe that was Teddy from Botswana, with whom you have a close personal relationship. 
tight, close, personal. Right, right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Come on, this is the hottest topic even since Alien makes Alien look like a little piker. That's with a P, a little piker, a piper. A P is in penis. And by the way, the abuelas still want to take a look at it. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Wayne Haipinga is a maricon. Great. Good news. Now that's his son you're talking about. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. This whole thing with Mo sounds a little fishy to me. Why is that? Oh, I don't know, but I, I think you got to have George start your car for a couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, oh, here's Great a guy show. that doesn't want to talk to George, obviously. Well, that evens it out. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless. That was a very heartwarming thing that started out with a tremendous a. Uh, bunch of hostility likes of which you've seldom seen, I mean real hate, and turned into like almost a love fest. Almost, not quite. Slurping kisses. Well, two, ha two handshakes. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Two handshakes. Yeah, it was a two-shaker. We, we shook it twice and still dribbled right down my leg. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Line 9 is always a hoot. WQAM. Hey! Yes, sir. Hello. See what I'm saying? WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Looking for Neil. Speaking. Neil. Yeah. I, I've been listening to you for a long time, but yes. I've never called you before. Well, here you go. But no, hold on a second. There's been a couple of uh, months where I was out of action. Why? Number, I've got two questions for you. Before you hang up on me, after the first one. Yeah. First question is. Well, then why, put, this, put the second one first, then. No, I'll put the first one second. Why? Did, what, what precipitated the uh, the little uh, row that you're having with that homophobe at uh, at an earlier time? Oh, I, I don't have time to go back through the whole history of that. I mean, that, that it wasn't just one event; it was a series of things. Okay, I missed that. Series of hostile whole... events. All right. You don't want to tell me what the basic stuff. Well, no, I don't want to rehash all of that. I mean, on the day when we finally made our peace, I don't want to go back and rehash all the stuff about, you know, him trying to get George fired and, and a lot of things that happened that were ugly and us. He's apologized for the stuff, and the life will go on, you know? I didn't know you made your peace because I was listening this morning, and he said something about you. Right. Uh, the can cancer on a radio yeah, station. Yeah, cancer, right, right. And that was the beginning of our conversation out in the parking lot. I said, him, better watch it. Cancer might be contagious. <laughs> and then he said, F you, and then we proceeded from there. The other thing is, is I am. I met Ron Jeremy. I've got a story to tell you. Ron Jeremy and I went to a club called Plato's Retreat. We found ourselves there at the same time, back in the uh, late, uh, late, well, early '80s, I guess, before AIDS became a prevalent problem. What is Plato's Retreat? Plato's Retreat was a uh, swingers. Yeah, club. I know that. That's just a joke. That was a drop. Yeah, now, go ahead. Yeah. So, um. Ron and I had actually shared the same woman there, and the problem was was that Ron got to her first, and I got to her second. Yeah. Now you know I'm 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 pretty large myself, actually, much larger than average. But yeah, we don't want to hear about this penis. Is PR so. agent. Yeah. Yeah, but compared to Ron, though. Is yeah? Well, who who cares about Ron anyway? Why do we care about Ron, Jeremy? He's yeah, hairy and he's scary. Are you watching that show? Watching what show? No, I'm not, I'm not this watching that show. This is his PR agent. Yeah, that's his PR guy. I want to promote the fact oh. he's on. We don't like Ron Jeremy. We can't stand him, okay? And anybody who thinks that he's a sex pot is a crazy person. And when he sat right across from me in that chair here that day, I realized he's a major asshole with a gigantic ego, even bigger than his pupic. Oh. Am I watching that show? Are you no. crazy? I saw that promo once, and I thought, who else? Eric Estrada, a flamer, by the way, a screamer. 
He's on there. Tammy Faye Baker, a crazy-ass bitch that only morons like Carlos, freaky Carlos out there, suck up to. And by the way, Carlos, you suck. Yeah. See, got a news see right, how many people have said it? doesn't take a genius to figure it out. Even the callers. Somebody comes into the building to collect a prize or something. Everybody with a half a brain says, what kind of a moron is Gregory that he's got a, a freak like that sitting out there at the reception desk? Anybody who comes into this radio station, their first, or Power 96, their first contact is with that. Nasty, obnoxious, freaky looking, disgusting piece of turd. Huh? I'm gonna take all the emotion that I had against Mo, which we now, uh, that's all gone. And I'm gonna put it in that direction now. See okay. what I'm saying? Well you, well, you have to take your anger and vent it somewhere. You have uh, to sure. let it, when in doubt, let it out. You'll explode. Right. Tammy Faye Baker and Susan Lucci, man. Oh, God. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna say faggot because that would be an insult to all the rest of us faggots. You're a disgrace, freaky Carlos. In fact, like I said the other day, Carlos is not a good name in this building. No. Been some bad luck. Pison. Here's a fact that says from Alex Haneal, does the fact that you and Mo made up mean that you will not be ripping him a new ass on a daily basis? No. The audience loves it when you rip that miserable son of a bitch. This morning he was uh, ripping his former colleague, Boomer Esiason, who was his first guest on his very first show. What an ungrateful asshole he is, Neil. Please keep ripping Mo. Now that you don't have the Wednesday coming hour, you should have the Monday through Friday rip Mo a new ass hour from 1 to 2, it says. Absolutely. Okay. Just calm down, Alex, okay? See what I mean? They like hate. They went, like that. Oh, sure. Can't do it. We want love. God forbid. We want love. We want close, tight relationships around here. We want our thumb up each other's uh, ass. Oh, he's already got his own finger in there. I, I should have mentioned that to him about, you know, I'm more than happy digging? to make up, but quit digging for gold in there in front of everybody else. Mining, well, you know, that's what happens. That's what happens. What? When you're doing stuff like that in front of the whole staff in there, they start talking about it. You know, if I was making a lot of money, I'd dig where I wanted to when I wanted to. Really? Yeah. Oh. Ten minutes after one at 560 WQM. That's what Richie Hebner used to say. Who? You don't know who he is either. Oh. Good. That's good. <laughs> Former third baseman from the Pirates. He was a, he was a grave digger. He was a grave digger. 296 votes on the Mo issue. And the more we talk about it, the more obvious it is to me they haven't got a clue. What's your take on the Neil and Mo reunion? I don't give a shit 94. I'm shocked but dismayed 66. Say it ain't so, Mo. Who's Mo? 60. Greg Reed should have done this a long time ago. 33. That's the correct answer. I'm shocked but pleased. 22. It's bad for QM 14. It's great for QM 7. What? What is he doing? <laughs> He's sneezing, but you know how everyone sneezes in a in a particular way. Right. Well, Boca Brian's particular way is. Pretty particular. I see. Peculiar. Well, maybe he's sneezing through a different orifice. Wreck him. That might you know be. what? The way he sneezes, I think he is. Is that what it sounds like? Let it go, Brian. Wow. Cut it loose. I'll be damned. Look at that uh, brown stain he's on his upper lip. He's trying to suppress it. He's opening new ports. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. If you're not getting a good night's sleep, dial a mattress can help you out, like they've been doing for me for a long time. George is sleeping on a dial a mattress. What about Boca Brian? Yes, he is. And sneezing right. funny on him. Boca Brian is just sneezing all over his new mattress. And you can do whatever you want on it, too. The best part of the deal is that they deliver it to you whenever you want. Any day, seven days a week, in the two-hour window that you choose when it's convenient for you, when you're going to be home. Nobody else lets you do that. Any day between 8 in the morning and 10 at night. So celebrate the new year in comfort with a great new mattress from Dollar Mattress. They're unbeatable all the way around. And now, 
They're proud to announce that they carry Stearns and Foster. They've added them to their already strong, unbeatable championship lineup. Stearns and Foster, Hewitt is the finest mattress made in America, but you can also get Sealy, Inserta, Simmons, King Coral, Tempur-Pedic. All you do is make one easy call. You'll talk to a trained betting uh, expert who knows their stuff inside and out, and they'll hook you up with exactly the kind of mattress you love to sleep on. So call 1-800-MATTRESS right now, 1-800-MATTRES. They'll be knocking on your door in no time at all. 1-800-MATTRES, or check them out on the website at mattress.com. You, uh, wanted to see me, Dapper Dan? Oh, yes, yes, Mo. Sit down, won't you? <sighs> I called this meeting because I care deeply for you. And as you probably know, I have a great deal of respect for you as a sports broadcaster. Don't me with that congeniality, bub. What gives? All right, Mo, here. Here's a check for you. What's that for? It's to buy out the remainder of your contract. I'm afraid we can no longer use you in the morning. Thank you. What do you mean? What are you, firing me? Well, let me put it this way. You remember that grand piano you had Geldy drop on my head? Yeah, that was a panic. Well, that woke me up to the realization that I actually run a radio station. Now, if you will be so kind to hand in the keys to your comp car and remove all your comp clothes, my lovely receptionist Carlos here will show you the door. Now, wait just a minute, I... Or else... Or else what? Have you taken a good look at Carlos? Oh. All right. Oh, Carlo. Yes, Mr. Reed. Please show Mo the door. This here's the door, honey. No, don't show it to him. Throw him out. Let's go, sister. Watch the bag. Watch the bag. I got no good dirty. The night the fire a great Mo Howard David. The greatest personality you ever graced the airwaves. Stop radio with all you can eat in a theater. Here I am walking naked to poker. If I ever get my hands on a guy, I'll marvelize him. Why don't nobody love me? Why don't they respect me? And why am I naked? Holding my balls in the middle of the street. Absolutely. 117 at 560 WQAM. That wasn't so bad. No. It was amusing. Not. He won't uh, be bothered. I mean, I already told him we're going to continue playing the bits, and the book of Brian would never hurt a fly. But that's what they said about Tony Perkins, too. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. I don't see a whole lot of action on the phone there, man. They're all waiting for the mad dog because they want to get their four and a half cents in on Danny and Davey. WQM, our only call on screenless. Hello. Hey, good afternoon, Neil. How yes, are sir. You? Okay. Good. What happened in the parking lot? What happened in the parking lot? I heard a story about UMMO. Right. We had a uh, meeting. A meeting. We ironed out our differences. That's hilarious. Well, we I shook look, our I hands and mended our know. ways. We kissed and uh, a little deep throat action. Good. Good. Great. I love yeah. it. I just want to let you know I turned American last week. And with all the security we have in this country, guess how they get, how they get you the passport? In a regular meal. There you go. And the only reason I did it is so I can travel and leave this country quicker. <laughs> nice going, How about Bally. that? Listen, one other thing. Did you see what happened to uh, Julio Iglesias? No, I did not. His uh, dad, 87, is uh, making a child, and uh, Julio Iglesias is getting a brother. How about that? All right. Hey, have a nice day. Do it. I'll see you next time. Tootsins. Dag. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. What's your take, baby? A lot of takes in this town right now. Everybody's got a take. 
I can't wait to see that silly Tony Cigaretto again. That's the one thing I come down here for. I haven't uh, caught the Rick Sanchez show yet. Is that still on? Oh, yeah. It is? Yeah. You have to be schmitting me. That I thing wish is I was. On. What time is it on? I don't know. Well, you better warn me so I'll be sure to miss it. Like four? I think it's on, I don't know, during the day? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it would be a hell of a lot better like four in the morning. WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. Phony and a hypocrite. You're a phony and a hypocrite. That's what you are. Phony and a hypocrite, man. Yeah, keep saying it. Phony and a hypocrite. Again. We hate you. We hate you like poison. Yeah. We hate you. But we thanks for like listening. Poison. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Schmuck. WQM. Hello. Yo, Neil. Yes, sir. Whatever happened to Eddie K. Rhymes with GA? Whatever happened ah. to it? Oh. Hi, Bowie. Uh huh. WQM. Hello. Danny and Dave, Rick and Danny, Danny and Dave, Rick and Danny, Danny and Dave, Rick and Danny. WQM, hello. Nobody there. See that line one, man? It will not hold on it, uh, screenless. We'll hold it. Hey, just, just take whatever you get. Don't expect oh, yeah. the line that works the way we want it to. Just the fact that it actually works a little bit. WQM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, did you see the press conference yesterday with Yes, Dan? I certainly did. Did you see the Zanga lose it? Yeah. When when someone actually pointed out the fact that Marino's new job is doing nothing. Right. That he's just he's getting a title, he's getting a fancy office, you know, he's gonna sit around and he's gonna like rubber stamp things that the, the real GM right. is doing. Uh-huh. And that uh they're just hiring Danny for his name and who's thinking it was like oh, it was sort of like a mole moment. How R- dare R- you rich, ask that question? Rich asshole with an attitude, man, that's him. And that's the disappointing thing, because I think the rumor was yesterday that Marino was going to be the GM. Right. And then we went for this big yeah, well, conference. Well, I, well, I, I, I'm not so sure that they didn't blow it on Channel 6, because I saw Joe, my uh, good buddy Joe Rose, on there, and it sounded to me like they were talking about him being the general manager. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Then the next, was thing, right, next thing you know, on comes Wayne with a press conference, and he's got Rick Squartino, who's going to continue, he's going to be the GM, or whatever his name is. And uh, Danny Boy, they're creating a new position for him. <laughs> yeah. Pivot man. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, that's exactly what it was. That was exactly how they painted it today in the paper with that Marino, his new job has no defined responsibilities. Right. And in fact, his new job has got just about, just matching the experience that he has in management. None. <laughs> well, you know, it, it just goes to show you they had a chance to go outside the organization. The organization, but then they might have had to pay a lot of money. And bring in somebody who's a professional, somebody who knows what they're doing, and all they did was just take the homegrown talent or the lack of talent and just promote them. Maybe he already paid Danny Boy off with that AutoNation stock. Uh, let's hope he gets his ring finally. All right. Okay, Neil. Bye. Thanks a lot. Uh, he's going to get a ring, all right. And I'm going to tell you something right now, and you can mark it down. Okay, boy. If Broward County would change their mind and decide they wanted to build this facility, I will not play here. Mm-hmm. Because I will not have you guys looking at me for the next 10 years, saying, here's a guy that said one thing and went out and did something else. Always attacking the media, always on the attack, whether it's uh, Armando Salsaquiri, whatever his name is, uh, Salguero. It, it, it never stops. Rich, pampered assholes who think that everybody's going to kowtow to them and cater to their uh, whims, you know? Well, screw you, Wayne. How do you like that? <laughs> Baldy, schmuck, pockmark man, moon man. Can't stand him. Despise him. There's a direction for your All hate. that phony crap back in the great Panther year in 96 or whatever the year was. I guess it was 96. All that phoniness with him and Marty at every game, and they're down there sitting uh, like kitty corner from where my seats were at that time. And they were showing up at every game, and then they started bringing Shula to the game. You know, Jula, Jula. What'd you call me? Chupacabra. Chalupa. 
WQAM. QAM. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Pretty good. Is this Wayne? No. This oh. Is, this, this is a guy calling in Fort Lauderdale. All right. You're number one. Uh, just wanted to tell you about that 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 Yahoo Rick Sanchez. Yes. They had a show at four o'clock and they got such dismal ratings that they had to move him to ten o'clock in the morning. Really? Yeah, when everybody's watching Jerry Springer. Oh, oh well, that's pretty stiff competition oh. for us. I better change my time again. So you said it wouldn't last. Of course, Neil God is correct again. Well, how could anybody uh, watch him? Oh, he's <laughs> Didn't take a genius to figure that out. <laughs> he, he's disgusting. He's a drunk. Let's hear the little burp sound. And that guy's still dead, by the way. Who is that? Oh, the guy he killed? Yeah. But nobody cares down here. You're right. Uh, every, every, like one in ten get hit by a car down here. Exactly. It's small potatoes. Have a great right day, Pally. All, All right, right, buddy. Don't watch Channel 7. You'll die. If you watch Channel 7, you will die. That's right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Hundred and six people don't give a flying fig about me and Mo. Shame on them. That that's bad. This is the town that carries that cares enough not to send their very best. What's your take on the Neil and Mo reunion this morning? Totally unexpected out of nowhere. Three hundred and twenty six votes. I don't give a schmidt. One oh six. I'm shocked but dismayed. Seventy four. Dismayed. Pissed. Who's Mo 65? Now, do you believe that? No. No. Greg Reed should have done this a long time ago, 36. Have we seen him uh, yesterday or today? No. Have, have, when's the last time you uh, laid your eye on him? When's the last time you spied I saw him? his car yesterday. Really? Yeah. Oh, what a joke. Greg Reed should have done this a long time ago, 36. I'm shocked, but please, 22. It's bad for QM16. It's great for QM. Still the same seven out of three, three, three. We're halfway there. We got three, three, three. How do you like that? That's an old man. WQAM line one. There's nobody there. Hello. Yeah, there is. But don't sound too good. Hello. This is good. I like that. Oh man, we got our own reverb. Humming, 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 humming. WQAM. Hello. Baba Booey, asshole. WQAM. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes. How are you, sir? Pretty good. Hey, um, instead of hiring Dan Marino, I mean, for that, they should have hired, like, a really hot chick or something, mm -hmm. like one of the cheerleaders, maybe, or uh, Jackie Johnson. Jackie Johnson's about as hot as uh, Ice Cube, man. Where do you where do you guys come what? up with his Jackie Johnson crap? Neil, Neil, She's what a do you donkey know puss. about hot chicks? Maybe I know plenty about hot chicks. Believe you me, my, I got better taste than you'll ever have. I don't think so. Yeah, okay, hey. think this. Okay, stick with Jackie's Johnson. I heard Joe Rose talking about that all the time. She's a donkey puss. She's nasty. Okay. She is. We did discover she was lopsided, though. You already agreed with that. Now now you're changing your tune again? Oh, I agreed with uh, she wasn't all that. She I agreed with. She's a mediocre at best. Okay. I'll, I'll take She's it. She's about two From steps about Greta Van Susdrown. Oh, please. <laughs> Let's not go there. 5670560. Oh, Man, can you imagine? How do I think about it? WQM, hello. Yeah, that's some my nigga Neil. Yeah. Did you just call Jackie Johnson a donkey puss? Yes. <laughs> that's what I said. Hey, man. Hey, uh, I'm, I just got in the car, man. I'm sorry. You had a little recap on that reunion. I, I almost drove off the turnpike when I heard that this point. I mean, it's good. Yeah. I guess it's good for you guys, but uh, I guess it's not as bad as it seems to be, eh? I didn't say that. Oh, okay. So it would it be bad now to say, go, 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 go. No, that would be okay. He can handle it. What do you say, doi 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 goi? Is that what he said? I think so. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T Verizon wireless line. All these folks down here, man. Bah, bah, bah. Keep it up. The one thing we both decided at the end of our meet this morning, me and Mo, is that I told him just like I tried to tell Pharrell, but he wouldn't listen to me. 
take the money straight to the bank. Put it in there, deposit it. The checks here do clear, even though these people are brutal. The checks do clear. That's it. That's all that counts. Nothing else. That's the one thing to keep in mind. Okay? Okay. I'm serious. I mean, take a look at the big bucks you're making. And you don't even have to take the check to the bank. You've got direct deposit, man. Right You've got e erect deposit. What's not to like? The amount. <laughs> yeah, but look how quick you get them bonuses. <laughs> and, of course, the fa I, bet, I bet you get the fall book bonus right away. That's my prediction now. Right. I already have it. Yeah. You already got it. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they triple it. <laughs> 27 after 1 at 560 WQM. Interrex Diabetic is a delicious meal replacement drink that just happens to be made for people living with diabetes. But anybody who wants to cut down their sugar intake can drink it too and enjoy it. It's delish. Interrex Diabetic is sweetened with Splenda, which is made from sugar, so there's no nasty aftertaste like the ones you get with aspartame and saccharin. Recommended by doctors and dietitians for people who can't sacrifice proper nutrition just because they'd be in a hurry. Enterex Diabetic is a completely balanced nutritional supplement that provides you with all the essential vitamins and minerals needed for a healthy life, plus fiber antioxidants, yet it's low in saturated fat and cholesterol. Enterex Diabetic is also gluten-free and lactose-free, too. An 8-ounce can provides 237 calories of easily digested nutrition. Try Enterex Diabetic once. You'll never go back to whatever you were drinking before. Pick some up today. It's at Publix, Walgreens, Eckerd's, Navarro's, Sedano, CVS, other local pharmacies. And the makers of Enterex are so sure that you're going to love it. They're giving away free, say it again, free, full-size samples in vanilla and chocolate flavors to anybody who calls that toll-free number, 1-866-368-3739. Or faster yet, order for yourself at EnterexDiabetic.com uh, on their website. Just click on free samples. Tell them that Neil sent you by for the delicious one. Get yourself an additional special gift. Here's that toll-free number. Give it a try. It tastes great. 1-866-368-3739. Live, live and local. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. Games from Wayne makes games go down the drain. When Wayne explains his aims, my brain complains. Who's made sport ill-gotten gains? It's Wayne! It's Wayne! Whose acclaim has gone down in flames? It's Wayne! It's Wayne! The shame of Wayne was paid upon my brain. I think he's lost it. Strain from Wayne made stains inside my haze. Oh! Wow. It's uh, 131 at 560 WQAM. I think this Joe Namath clip might be interesting. After all this time working here, I'm still trying to figure out. Oh, it's not Joe Namath. With all the complaints about that thing that works at the front, how does it keep its job? Oh, I said that it was the Joe Namath thing. The whole Carlos thing. or Carlita or whatever else they call it, it. It's a miserable thing. Absolutely. Whether it's trying to be a guy or a girl or whatever it is, it's just not very happy. Now, I know you're in bed with the whole group back there, and they protect it. You would think <laughs> if you're the person and the first thing you see when you get off the elevator to walk into Power 96 or QAM, see what I tell you. you'd want somebody that looks happy, that looks like a receptionist would like people. Hi there. How are you? Not at this stinking joint. It doesn't happen. 
be a miserable son of a bitch and you keep your job forever, man. Absolutely correct, sir. 132 at 560 WQM. That's the Greg Reed F and Way, by the way. That's why that goes on. WQM, hello. Hi, uh, my name is Tony Marino from Fort Lauderdale. Yes, Tony. I just, had a, I just had a question that I wanted to ask Neil if I could. You're speaking to him. Hi, Neil. Is this uh, Dan, Dan Marino? No, I, oh. wish I, had his, I wish I had that guy's money. Me too. Oh, I've been watching the, you know, the, you know, news and all that, and everybody seems to be saying that they're, they're predicting there's some sort of quarterback change with the new season. To the best of your knowledge, I know that, you know, you know a lot more about what the team does. Who do you think that they're going to try to go after to go after in the off season? And would would Kurt Warner be a part of that equation? I'm thinking I'm thinking Y.A. Tittle, <laughs> Milt Plum, Otto Graham. He just died. Call one of the sports shows, Tony. See, his name is Marino, so he has to. I don't I don't see. I'm sorry, we got into this. Woo! Five six. Will you calm down now? He asked a serious question. Is it going to be Jay Fiedler? No. Or will, it be, will it be Brian Greasy? That <laughs> calm me down. Right. All the way down. I'm thinking maybe uh, Daryl LaMonica would be good. Oh! Boy, he was great. Boy, he was really something. And I'm supposed to be the non-sports guy on the station. I said long ago that when Danny was still playing, how come the Dolphins never draft a young quarterback to, like, you know, to be the backup? Like the Patriots drafted Tommy Brady. Why wouldn't that be a great idea? Oh, you don't know anything, man. You never played the game. You don't know anything. Okay. Whatever you say. And on this station, Jay Fiedler, Jay Fiedler, Jay, Jay Fiedler is mediocre at best, okay? He gives it the old sophomoric try, and that's a good guy, but uh, that's it. Who do you think is going to be the quarterback? How about Bob Greasy? Let's bring okay, him back. sure. He had those, he had the windshield wipers on his glasses, you got to credit for He did! He tried the little windshield wipers on his glasses. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, let's see. My vote is for definitely Heising was a PR move yesterday. And and on another note, uh, did you watch the news last night on that guy in Argentina walked into a lion's cage claiming that God had told him to do that? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, it, uh, but the funny thing was, uh, 10 with uh, Lauderdale reported as he was misguided uh, Christian type, yet on CBS uh, afterwards didn't even make a mention of it. Oh, God forbid. Yes. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Vi Viacom don't want to piss off the FCC. You know how they are. Oh, yes. They're in enough trouble already. Hang in there, Pally. All right. I'll pray for you. 135 at 560. By the way, Hugo Chavez, who, of course, in Venezuela is a major asshole, and they want him out uh, yesterday, if not sooner. But I found this story kind of amusing. Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez dismissed U.S. National Security Advisor Condoleezza Rice as a true illiterate for accusing him of not playing a constructive role in uh, Latin America. How do you like that? Absolutely. Chavez said he asked Cuban leader Fidel Castro to mail to write samples of books <laughs> that Venezuela is using with Cuban support for literacy education to see if she learns to respect the dignity of the people and learns a little bit about us. Speaking at an official event in Caracas, Chavez said that Rice fired her unworthy artillery against our people by saying that he should not oppose the referendum that seeks to oust him from power. In Washington Friday, Condoleezza said that there are roles that Venezuela's played that have not been very helpful. Rice cited tensions between Venezuela and neighboring Colombia, as well as Chavez's good relations with Fidel, who's outlasted successive U.S. presidents for four decades. And I have a prediction for her. Fidel's going to outlast Condoleezza, too. Unfortunately, he's going to outlast Condoleezza. And he has a much better beard. Condoleezza. 5670560. Oh, he's got a much better condo. 5670560. Oh, pound 560. But I, I just like that term, though. He said she was... Um, what was the term? A illiterate. true illiterate. 
<laughs> Not one of those fake ones. Oh, right. You look kind of like a true freshman. You better start learning the sports lingo, no. man, because you can tell from this day to day we're going to be pretty sports intensive on this show. No. Yeah. We'll you talk bet. about box ball. Right. Bocce ball. WQAM. Hello. Or maybe just bocce candies. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm calling from Key West. Yes, sir. And don't hang up on me like you've been hanging up on everybody else. Yeah. But. WQAM, hello. Yo. Yes, sir. Condoleezza. Condo, condescending, oh. right. No, I think Bobby Lane is going to be the next quarterback. Could be. Bobby Lane. And, how, about, uh, how about Night Train Lane? Oh, he was the quarterback. Yeah, but I think the real big question is who's going to replace Danny on the Marooney commercials? Right. Good point. We've never brought that uh, issue to light. Yet, Excellent issue. Thank you. We'll uh, investigate. In fact, we might devote the whole show to it tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks a take lot, a Paul. Poll. Okay. Five, six, seven. Take a poll. He didn't say where to put it, though. Now, what was it? Uh, we, oh, the guy said hang up on me. Yeah. Right. Moron. <laughs> That's the surest way, man, to hear that dial tone. Don't hang up on me. Okay, that means, uh, that's like saying, hey, I'm an asshole, you know? Exactly. Why, why would they say that? When has that ever worked? What? Don't hang up on me. It always works, and I I'll hang up on them right away. Okay. Uh, no, they have no material. It's like saying, I have no material, but it's just, it's like an invitation. I appreciate it very much. WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. What's up, buddy? How you doing, Pally? Uh, I just uh, want to make a comment about that press conference yesterday. Go right what ahead. happened? What happened about... Uh, Asking the tough questions. We don't do that in this town. Yeah. If you ask a tough question, you're you're criticized and called an asshole. Well, I, I guess that's why they uh, that was that it's whole concept big, of, it, of in, in, intimidating town. the media. There, like how you know I resent that question, and how could anybody even ask questions? That that was his whole uh, approach to the whole thing. Like it, how, how dare anybody ask me a tough question? I'm going to like play butcher hot shot now. It's the worst as far as the sports franchises down here. Yeah. And it starts on that goddamn radio station that you're sitting in. Right, that's right. It's, it's nothing but suck holes from morning till night. You got it. All the way through, except for one. Right. Oh, God. That, well, and you, and the other guy, the Spanish guy. Oh, you the, know. The big... Oh! 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 That guy. Okay. He at least, at least, I mean, he's not very good on the radio. Right. I mean, I'll give you that. At least he's not a suck-up anyway. Got it, dude. Right. Absolutely He's correct. the only I'm guy saying. in his building who don't suck is what I'm hearing. Oh, you do, though. A lot. Pretty good. Uh, that's what I hear. Have a great I'll day, Pally. Practice makes perfect. 21 till 2. <laughs> 21 till 2 at 560 WQM. Don't forget, join Joe Costello tonight, 730 till 930 at the Sandbar Grill in the Grove. Stop by to win T-shirts and tickets to watch the Panther Flyer game Thursday at the Macarena from the Bud Party Zone. You know the Macarena that Wayne City wouldn't play in? Oh, that one. That one. If you people in Broward build it. You're a liar, Wayne. Bald-faced liar. No, just a bald liar. Not bald-headed. What a joke. Uh, it's so perfect, man. A neurotic repetition. This town, just the same stuff over and over and over. <laughs> oh, God. It's that QM disease in there. I think, you know what I think? I think Greg has got Bob Vermouth back there, and they're cranking up the uh, gas. Poison gas. Can you smell it? Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of gas, if your carpets are full of crap, there's only one place to call to get them looking and smelling and feeling just like brand new. Dry Concepts. Don't play Russian roulette with your expensive carpeting or your drapes or area rugs or your furniture because nobody does. Hey, uh, speaking of gas, if your carpets are full of crap, 
There's only one place to call to get them looking and smelling and feeling just like brand new. Dry Concepts. Don't play Russian roulette with your expensive carpeting or your drapes or area rugs or your furniture because nobody does it for you like Dry Concepts. They're the best in the world at bringing dull, nasty, schmutzy-looking carpets back to life, looking brand new. I've been using Dry Concepts in my house for over 20 years. If they weren't the best, do you think there's any chance I would use them? No. Of course not. If the carpets really need to clean and bad, especially after the holidays and everybody's come through and trampled and messed up your house, now is the time to have them looking vibrant in color, smelling and looking brand new, and, of course, smelling lemony fresh as well. They're drying a couple of hours, and you're ready to rock and roll. And don't forget, Dry Concepts also can help you save 15% on your next carpet cleaning. Ask them about it next time you make that call. Call them today, 1-800-248-5071. No surprises, no tack odds, no gimmicks, no uh, bad news at the end of the job. In fact, they give you a guaranteed written price before they start the work. Call them today, 1-800-248-5071, or check them on the Wicked World Wide Web at dryconcepts.com. My and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAQAM. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. No. These people are suffering from mad cow disease. Hey, look at me. I'm a Jersey cow. Moo cow. Big deal. I'm a crazy cow. Moo cow. Oh, what are you, you trying to say? Forty-four at 560 WQM. So in case you tune in late, of course, we took the most important poll of the day this morning between 10 and noon. What's your take on the Dan Marino hiring? 582 votes in about an hour and 35 minutes. That was shocking, wouldn't you say? Staggering. The emotion was spectacular. It's a PR stunt to pacify doll fans. One out. 184 votes. 31.6%. They're not buying into it, Wayne. No matter what you say, no matter how much you're paying Danny, boy, they're not buying into it. Danny's a winner. I like it. 161. I couldn't give a Schmidt less, 121. It won't change a thing, 93. And I smell Super Bowl. Can you smell it? 23. Say they're smelling Super Bowl now that Danny's in the uh, big orifice up there in the uh, PP Park. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Joe Costello was just in here getting all the information on the meeting of the uh, two families. Yep. Looks uh, good, Joe. It looks like Mary Life is right. serving him well. Looks like human. Looks like you're getting him all the good stuff that he needs. WQAM, hello. Hey, I just want to say you're a big pussy. Okay, good. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil? Yes, sir. Neil, this is Tony calling you back from Fort Lauderdale. Okay, great. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. I'm calling for Neil. Speaking. Neil, uh, you were talking about uh, Condoleezza Rice earlier. Did, did you talk? I didn't hear your show yesterday. Did you talk about the uh, new book by Paul O'Neill uh, to tell no, all Paul, about? No, her? no, Paul O'Neill didn't write the book. 
Ron, right, right. Ron, Ron Suskind wrote the book. Of course I did. I played the whole see. I played the whole uh, sixty minutes piece on the air yesterday with Leslie Stahl. Fantastic! You should put, you should play it every day till the election, so that pe just in case people you know have a very short memory. A year ago, Paul O'Neill was fired from his job as George Bush's Treasury Secretary. How's that? That's pretty damn good. Okay, I'm going out and get the book today, and you better get it too. All righty. It's called The Price of Loyalty. And it's a very steep price we're all paying right now. You better believe it. Ron Suskind is the author. He's a Pulitzer Prize winner. Too. Absolutely, go get it. All right. See you. How many people are you thinking in this audience going to really read that book? About 30, man. Mike says, my name is Mike. I'm a political science major at FIU. As for the comment you made earlier about today's youth turning uh, from the crappy U.S. news networks, you are absolutely correct, it says. Absolutely correct, sir. On behalf of me and the other 76 seniors in my American political research course, you, sir, and your webpage are the ultimate political authority when it comes to our weekly class meets. How do you like that? Mike at FIU says they're holding their meet and they're enjoying every minute of it, and each other's too. My daughter has also infected her uh, high school and after-school uh, activities with uh, with our website. Great, excellent. Now we're talking. All right. That's what we want. Living and breathing people to see it. Okay, not those people who got you know one leg in the grave, like me, and my new friend Mo. We're just trying to you know eke out a living. You know, retired investors living on a pension. Five six seven. Yeah, me too. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. I wish I was on the inside. I mean, you know, we had the meeting of the two families, just not the right families. Right. Like the Corleone family would have been good. The Rockefellers. Right. The Kennedy. The Kennedy family would have been good. The Bilderbergers. The Bush family would have been good. Talking about crooks. Oh, sure. WQAM. Hello. Hey, hey, Yes, sir. Yeah. If Wayne has so much money, why is his teeth so yellow? Excellent point. And why can't he get some hair? Good point. You think that a guy that's got that kind of money could get some hair and go to the dentist right. maybe once in a while? May, uh, Wayne, it's real cheap. They have that. They have that special gum you can chew that like, cleans your teeth sure. automatic, don't they? Right. Whitening. Whitening gum. And they even have like special toothpaste now that like whitens your teeth. Man, somebody buy Wayne a tube of toothpaste, and you know what you can do with it, Wayne? Yeah. At least he'll have a nice, clean, uh, fresh rectum. <laughs> oh. WQAM, hello. Hey, I want to talk to Neil. Speaking. Hey, Neil, how you doing, buddy? Pretty damn good. Uh, first of all, uh, spy alert on hiatus going uh, north of Sunrise to Broward. And secondly, I didn't appreciate Mo Howard referring to you as the cancer at 10. Well, I said to him when I came in this morning, that's what started our conversation. I said, uh, cancer might be contagious. You better watch it. And then, of course, he started exchanging uh, unpleasantries. And then we had our uh, discussion, and we uh, ironed it all out. Oh, good, because I missed the beginning. We're the uh, best yeah. of buddies now, man. I'm on your side, buddy. Go all right. Thank you. Thank you. I wouldn't say we're the best of buddies, but we're, we, we reached an accommodation. How's that? We have an understanding. And that's good. See, a lot of you think that everything is about what's on the radio and everything is show business. Well, that, that's fine to a point, but comes to another point. In fact, he made an excellent point to me, and I agree with him. Because I didn't realize, well, I don't know if he wants me to say it or not, about the diabetes thing. I don't think that's a big deal, is it? Like Everybody in here is diabetic. Right. right? So, And he knows what that's all about, and so do I. Look at all the pricks on the edge of my fingertips. Oops. But, um, no, seriously, and when you're diabetic, the worst thing is stress. I mean, certainly eating all the crap is bad for you, but even worse than that. And even if you don't have diabetes, stress kills. Right. Ages you. Make no mistake about that. Stress kills. It'll like turn your hair out. gray prematurely. Look at poor George. Right. Wow. Sure. Holy that was just crap. the first kid. Right. The second kid oh. is hair just start falling out in chunks. Mm -hmm. Gums are bleeding. So, you know, I mean, to a point, it's great. Everybody's entertained by this, and some people think it was shtick, and people, well, it never was. 
But uh, we need to have like a, a civilized uh, environment in this place. And unfortunately, the upper and middle level management in this radio station have never been able to create that, ever. I mean, you know, once upon a time it was fairly civilized, but but never really truly. There was always the running around in the hall and the uh, people spying and who's the mole, all this other crap, all the paranoia. And, of course, one thing I've discovered in my years, my 800 years on Earth, is that people who don't know what the hell they're doing, they're always the ones who are sending out their spies because they're insecure, because they know there's a part of them that knows they haven't got any idea what they're doing. I would tell you right now, I'd look you in the eye and tell you that Greg Mann is the luckiest white man on the face of the Earth. Next to Bill Gates, Wayne yeah. Heisinger. Now they have only one big Don't worry, Bob, sit down. We got em. Now we're all comfy and safe. We got em. We won't attack us no more. We got em. Ways push like Jesus. You say 9-11 is what they got you to believe Can't get any dumber than a one-party country You believe what they say Like the gospel as they use a state, a state, so they're the election off. We got him. Bush has got his king. We got him. Get down on your knees. We got him. All right. 156 at 560 WQ. Mad Dog coming up next. Humper at 4. Ira Winderman okay. at 4 to 5 hour. I beg your pardon? Oh, and I thought you were, that was a command. Humper at 4. And then hump him at 5. Uh, the big... Oh! Who's not going to kiss no ass tonight. He's going to rip everybody in ass. In uh, Espanol. The big O at 7. Orlando query. I noticed uh, Mad Dog was calling him that yesterday. Or was it uh, Joe? Somebody was calling hey. him. I think Mad Dog. query. Uh, Eddie K at 10 and Joe and Mark overnight, 2 to 5 in the morning. Here's a fax from, uh, Tim and Primitive Pines who's got some suggestions for some good polls. Thank you, Tim, or one. He says, uh, NBC6 is having a which female can make their lips the fattest war and only give poor uh, Joe, blockhead, 19 seconds of the sports every night. Thanks, Tim. <coughs> good suggestion on the poll. I'll keep it in my pile. My poll pile? I got a pile of polls. 412 votes on the Neil and uh, Mo reunion here. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Were you fudge pack? Yeah. WQAM, hello. One left. WQAM, hola. I want to be a jog. Five six seven oh five sixty. I guess that's it for the that's Danny it. and Dave question on our show today. That's it. Screenless, not a call on the board. Five six seven oh five sixty. We'll see if you give the number slow enough. I mean, oh, I've I, I got I two did. minutes. I figured Pound five sixty on the eighteenth. Good. Reach over here, turn off Riceville. I sure as hell don't want to see him, that fascist bastard, Hermann Goering Jr. And then, of course, by the time you turn back, look at all them phone lines lighting up, see? Of course, you know they'll all be really good. Uh-huh. WQM, hello. Yeah, uh, I got a knock-knock joke from Neil. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. On behalf of all Jet fans and New England Patriot fans everywhere, we're so happy that Dave wants that is back again, my <laughs> exactly. friend. Exactly. Well said. We love it. And uh, as far as Danny goes... 
Good luck, my friend, but I see you back in the studio in about another year or two. He won't be able to take it. Okay, especially take with Baldy. Okay, see you. Yeah, there'll be a lot of pressure, a lot of uh, gnashing of teeth, but at least now they've got another scapegoat. See? Sure. Another convenient fall guy. That's probably why Wanstead went for it, although the funny part about Wanstead, the unceremonious way, which I, I heard some people mention this this morning, the unceremonious way in which uh, Marino departed was uh, a lot of hostility there. In other words, there's no love lost between Wanstead and Danny Boy? I see. So that's a little on the peculiar side, if you ask me. But nevertheless, maybe that'll be all the more reason that Danny can come in and say, well, guess what, Dave, I hate you like poison. You're fired. Just before the season starts next year. Make a lot of Dolphin fans happy. But this guy said it very well. The uh, Patriot fans, I know, were delighted to have Wanstead come back again for another uh, mediocre, I mean, another great season next year for Miami. 413 votes. What's your take on the Neil and Mo reunion that happened in the QM parking lot this morning? Totally spontaneous after a, an explosive initial uh, meeting in which we exchanged a few unpleasantries. We finally sat down, had a long half-hour chat, mended our fences, mended our ways, and it was a beautiful thing, almost. I mean, not, you know, 413 votes. What's your take? I don't give a shit. 145. Uh, I'm shocked, but dismayed. 89. They're pissed. Who's Mo? 80. Greg Reed should have done this a long time ago, 43. Had his chance. I'm shocked but pleased, 29. It's bad for QM, 19. It's great for QM, 8. The great 8. Here's somebody who's great for QM, the Mad Dog, coming up next. Bye, bye, bye! The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Beast didn't send me a New Year's card.